All right. Uh, Pierre, you turn and you see Esmeralda kind of sifting from one foot to the other, kind of not, not longing to stay idle for long, looking over her shoulder into the unchecked cathedral. As the uh, when you arrived, remember a shadow of a dragon flew over the foyer and up the stairs. Um, yeah, let's go check out the dragon. Um, uh, you look a little antsy, Esmeralda. She says it is stories of this place have gone across the valley of the, the order and their unwary souls, entrapping any who find themselves lost in their land. I have heard enough of these stories to discern that I think they're true. We should not tra travel lightly in this haunted place. All right. That makes sense. Um, uh, do you think we should um, leave them? Is that what you're suggesting? You, you said that there was some boon, an artifact here that could help us defeat the devil. If there's any help we can get, we should take it. Otherwise, I'm ready to fight Strahd right now. All right. Well, let's. Um, well, before we do that, we'll we'll take a take a rain check on that. But uh, we'll definitely get back to that. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll return to that subject. But let's go um, find that artifact. It's probably either upstairs or downstairs. Um, on this floor. I usher the party to go upstairs. Yes, let's go. Yeah, you're too old. Go with them. Okay. You enter into the drafty foyer, with the marble pedestals and alabaster busts gleaming in the shadows of the midday. You begin heading up the stairs in the center. I believe that's the idea. Yep. All right. Head up the stairs. As you go up the staircase, you approach two stone balconies flanking the main foyer on the second floor. You guys are all right here, second staircase here. Balusters carved to resemble knights in shining armor support the elegantly carved railings as weapons and shields festoon the walls along each of the walkways. 
while the alabaster buds of handsome men flank always that lead north and south away from the foyer. At the west end of each balcony is an archway that leads to a spiral staircase going up. As you pass by, Pierre and Elle notice that the busts depict human guises of a fine noble with draconic flair. And as you walk by, the eyes of the bus seem to follow you. But you look back, they're looking forward again. Did they have any plaques or anything on them as we walked by? Not specifically. Okay, so like no names of who they were or anything like that? Yeah, they're just alabaster bus on wooden pedestals. Okay. But they all seem to be of the same man. Uh, Every single one of them is the same guy? Yep. Is it Strahd? No. Okay. It's a fine noble with draconic kind of like eyes that you haven't seen elsewhere. Okay. But is very prominent in this household, I might say. So yeah, there's hallways leading to your right. There's hallways leading up and down, and there's a staircase to your left that goes up. The game is paused. Uh, I don't know if that's intentional. Right. There you go. Okay. Um, Want to head up north? Down that hallway? Yeah, let's do it. Looks like uh, Pierre is yeah, what's the there order? if you want to go. What's the order? Pierre, you're first? Sure. Oh, so this didn't lead to like some other big room or something. This led upstairs. Got it. Okay. Yeah. There's a uh, baluster balcony looking overlooking the bottom for you. Got it. Um, who's next after Pierre? Or in I'll front? Go. Okay. And after, where's Elle going to be? Um, we can put her in the middle. That's fine. Okay. And Vasily and Cristobal and Esmeralda. That good? Yeah, that works. Okay. So, Pierre, as you get down this hallway here, you notice a couple things. Hmm. So you're walking down this stone corridor hallway, uh, and I gotta open up multiple tabs here. Okay. So you're going down this T-shaped hallway and you can see there's some arched windows on the north wall, kind of, uh, fogged over, but to your right, you see a bedroom. 
and it looks to be a guest room with two beds with torn canopies standing against opposite walls with a tattered rug lying on the floor between them. But in the far back place, there's a firewall. Set into the far wall, you see a fireplace covered black with soot. And, you, and with your perception, you hear a soft hiss coming from the hearth. Um, I try to imitate the hiss back. Nice. You hear Pierre whisper, almost like a hiss, um, hissing at the fireplace. It's an animal, or is it a little bit of fire in there? Oh, it seems to be communicating with us, Bjorn. Yeah, you hear the hissing continue to softly escape from the hearth of the Fireplace. Uh, Pierre steps into the room. Bjarte peeks his head in. Never speak with fire. <laughs> I can't stop that. It won't let me, but I do take a step back. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cristobal hates fire. Uh, tell Cristobal it's not safe in this room. Did you hear that? I'll watch the hallway. <laughs> As you come and approach the fireplace, the small hissing sound becomes more prominent. And with a plume of smoke erupting from the fireplace, ash scattering across the floor, you see the form of a hissing dragon. What? Filling the room beating off its wings as it pounds them and flying around the room the form of this dragon filling the room soot falling from its wings over your eyes from the hallway you beat up <clears throat> no never mind I just choked <laughs> it means everything never mind crystal <laughs> chokes uh, <laughs> smoke eh. The, uh, this is just remarkable, Bjork. I've never seen a dragon before, let alone an ash dragon. This, and is it, it's just circling us above us. This is just incredible, Bjork. As Bjork, you see Pierre just pointing up like a little kid. Yeah, Bjork is like, if you've ever been in a room with a bat, that's what he's doing. Are you trying to swat it? No, I'm just trying to keep out of its way, but it's like a flying creature in an enclosed space, so it's all over the place, I would imagine. Or is it like hovering? Maybe I got this. Yeah, wrong. no, no, it's going crazy. Okay. It's flying all over the room, <laughs> ash flying everywhere. And it, after a moment, it flies out of the room and it begins flying down the hall away from you. Um, North or south? It goes up a spiral staircase. Mm. Like it went north and turned right or left? Or uh, it, came, it came down towards the balcony you came in, but it turned left and went down okay, that spiral it. and went down towards that staircase. Got it. Flying right over your heads. Flies out. And you can hear it kind of like looking down at you and hissing towards you before flying over your heads away. 
A little heads up would have been nice, guys. What did you say to it, Pierre? Um, I think I said, uh, hey, but I'm unsure. <laughs> okay. I think you talked bad about its, its heritage and honor. <laughs> I like the ramble sometimes, Bjork, when I talk in hissing voices, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think I could say anything hissing, so I, it's impressive. All right, um, let's go follow this creature. It's probably the guide us, I think. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, that's not what I read. <laughs> what do you mean? Why don't you want to go find out where the dragon went? It's not like it said, it hey, follow us. me. Yeah, it didn't hiss at us. You just can't read hiss. It also you're, did not hurt us, though, so that is something important that we should remember. It was hissing at us and flying around all. That's what dragons do. They like to fly. If you had wings, wouldn't you be flying around the room right now? Not like that. So, uh, it, it, real quick, it went it went to this uh, western staircase, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Down to the west. Oh, oh, by down. the way, is it? Is it dark inside here? Do we have torches or anything? Uh, yeah, I think it was daylight outside, but uh, and there's some windows, but otherwise it's there's no light in here. Uh, you want me to dancing lights would be good for me. Yeah, yeah. dancing lights. Sure. I can't re I can't remember if we did that last time or not. I didn't write it down. It's a can trip though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can make it happen. I'm just yeah. gonna dancing lights. Mm -hmm you know with common sense like i'll say five the five foot space in front of any window is dim is a uh, dim light otherwise dark so yeah uh dim light fills the hallways as your dancing globes float in the air there's doesn't seem to be too much else in this room old empty fireplace and rotten bed do your globes make bright light or dim light uh, like. Do you want to see where that thing was living in there? I mean, it was, was it just like how long do you think it's been here? Um, heck, if I know, I'm not a dragon expert. I, I feel like if it's meant to be, we'll we'll run into it again. But we just got just on this to, floor. I want to. I want, I want to, to see, see what if else there's anything in the fireplace. That's all. Or that you go first. I'm not going that fireplace. Biarta's gonna go poke around in the ash to see if there's anything solid. Biarta's an ash man. He's gonna go poke around there. All right. Okay. Yeah, you see some couple pieces of long petrified burnt wood. <clears throat> okay. Aha. While Biarta's doing that, I'm gonna turn all the bus to face the back wall. There's like a broken dagger blade, broken dagger shard from ancient times. In the fireplace? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> I like show, I like show Pierre. Vasily, where are you going? I'm uh I'm turning all the bus that we passed. I'm gonna I'm gonna point them at each other, and like point them in weird directions. Absolutely. Starting to feel watched. 
Yeah, yeah. They you you see you feel this looking sensation, and you look behind you, and you just see the bus. So you go and you easily, you know, when you inspect them closely, they're looking straight forward, but you kind of get weirded out, and you turn all the same matching busks of this noble. You turn like all uh, three or four of them around, and then you're walking around away, and you hear a sound, and you look behind you. And one of them is turned back towards you, looking directly at you. I immediately walk back to it and I poke it right in the eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't get in a fight with the house. Yeah, so you, uh, give me give me a slide of hand check. This is a slide of hand, okay. Uh, one, two, three, four. And then I think that's, hold on, because I have that luck stone, so I think it's plus one. Uh, yeah, so a 16. Nice. So yeah, you, you poke it with your hand and it, it's solid like alabaster, but uh, it starts to knock back and forth and begins to rock on top of the pedestal, but you manage to catch it with your hand and, and slam it down, turn it around, rejoin the group. All right, guys, which way are you going? Are we following the thing or are we going to keep exploring where we started to explore so the thing went downstairs we've already been down there though i think it went down to the stairs i don't think it went it, downstairs it went upstairs so yeah. look you guys see the pointer <clears throat> yeah the yeah so those go up those yeah. go up yeah sure let's follow it unless you want to absolutely explore every single room in this giant mansion nope i'm sure nope. it's full let's of follow. like awesome treasure but it probably obviously is. don't play diablo this is like a compulsion <laughs> Yeah, yeah right. I'm, I also want to break every urn I pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Save all of my healing potions till the end. Yep. So we're following it, right? Okay. Same order, see? or who's leading? You can see now, right, Gerta? Uh, no, that, that was like a 10 minute deal. Yeah, he's not blind anymore. Oh no, I'm not blind anymore. Yeah, I think, you ought ought to to go, I think you ought to go first then. If, I forgot. Sure. To... I just, yeah, we got the dancing light. So as long as I have those. Shouldn't the dragon wrangler guy? Don't we have one of those? Don't we have a dragon wrangler guy? Where? I thought it was you. Oh, I just speak with fires. <laughs> All right, let's go. You want to talk to the fireplace? Ah, mm. uh, you're silent. Okay. No, you... I was busy kicking open the door and leaving. <laughs> I'm just getting the next scene ready, guys. We didn't take a rest last time, did we? Nope. Okay.
I believe I put bless on you guys. I think that's what those uh, some of those icons are. I know you did that when we fought the things in the thing. <laughs> yeah, we could probably take all those off. Cause... No, he might have cast bless on us when we came in here. I just don't remember. I have I, one I spell slot gone for that, and I believe that was the thing I used. Well, we haven't we haven't taken a a short or long rest from the last time we fought, which yeah. was against that the giant plant. So. Okay. No, it was against the spider guy, right? Oh, the drider, that's right, or yeah. whatever that thing was. The Swamp Fane Guardian or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was for that, then. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. I still really wish Foundry had better icons. I don't know if that's something that's, like, a downloadable module, but, like, the icons suck. Probably. You can You could put borders on them and edit them and stuff. It's just like they don't make any sense. It's like, what is it? There's like a oh, radioactive you mean the symbol. Icons. Yeah, 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 like yeah, the icons yeah. don't mean anything, you know? Yeah, I'm sure you just have to be creative. Mm -hmm. I think I kind of feel like that's most icons. Like, unless you assign meaning to an icon, an icon itself doesn't really mean much. I mean, it, it, we have a shield in here, right? So, like, a shield can kind of mean what you give it. It's like it's a shield. It's protection or whatever but okay you know case in point, if you what, hover what would over you them, they actually for... give you it gives you a, a little tool tip so what would you use for like bless uh the uh, yeah, there is a blessed one yeah <laughs> it was a bad example <laughs> uh i don't know i feel like there's always something that i want that isn't there that sounds like a you problem you yeah, guys, it could be. It really could be. <laughs> you guys are all now on the top floor, right? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I didn't realize that they actually did have names on these things if you hover over them. Yeah. I just pick one that seems, you know, well, that seems like that. But oh. this makes more sense. It just takes forever to go over these things. So as you walk up these drafty staircases, you get to the next floor, another 20 or so feet up, and you see a tattered black curtain concealing an archway. And you push past and you arrive in the chamber, in the uh, chambers of the top floor here where the ceiling has completely collapsed inside. And, the root, and you can see light pouring in from sky above. The roof over this part's collapse, creating a 20-foot diameter hole in the broken rafters bisecting it. And as the dark storm clouds roll over the sky overhead, you clatter through some difficult terrain of rocks, broken tiles, shattered beams, and other debris. Your boots sag in the floor flashing through puddles of rainwater. Ceiling 20 feet high, blows with storm winds from outside. The staircase ends on this floor. Okay. Do we hear anything like in these hallways? 
like a hissing sound or anything. You hear the ho- you hear the howling of storm winds, raindrops kind of splattering on the rooftop overhead. Um, but there's a door to to your north. Two doors in the north side of this hallway you're in, and then there's a bunch of uh, rubble that you can make your way through if you want to investigate the rest of the floor. I think before we open doors, we might as well do this empty room and look through rubble or stuff. Sounds good to me. The one closest to you? Yeah. No, no, we're gonna do we're gonna do the, the rubble. The stuff. rubble down in here, this <laughs> open area. Okay. okay. Uh oh. And there's Strahd. Okay, great. Right. Yeah. The end <laughs> All right. So uh, it's pretty much impossible to be just, uh, stealthy as you're snapping all of this debris and collapsed roof as you kind of, at half speed, clamber through this area. And as you get around uh, in this, ru- you, you land yourself in the middle of a ruined, what looks like a bathroom, a tiled floor and bathtub filled with debris from the collapsed roof. Torn curtains hanging, flapping in the wind. An open doorway to your left and to your right. Um, this big room is a bathroom? Uh, yeah, that you're standing in crystal ball. It's a bathroom, and this is where the flapping bath curtain is. Uh, and you can see this big chamber with windows looking out over the east side of the place um there's a hallway to your south and your left is the audience hall boom, boom. let me let me sit okay so like this side is not part of the bat so this is kind of two rooms even though there was a little there used to probably be a hallway here and the the walls broke down or something yeah is you're that- in a yeah you're in a hallway that bisects the throne room and the bathroom gotcha It's like when people try and get the open floor concept, they just yeah. <laughs> break it down. You're like, oh, great. That's what we want is our dining room to connect to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Oops. Here we go. That's synonymous. As you, as you, as you turn facing this 50 foot long, 30 foot wide audience hall, you see the crumbling pillars and architecture scattering the floor, leaving a gaping hole and a pile of rubble. Weapons and shields that once hung from the walls have fallen, succumbed to rust. In the center, a large wooden throne carved to resemble a dragon with unfolding wings faces away from you towards a great window. So that seems kind so of it's odd that it's facing the that way. On the fountain. That's what I'm throw- saying. And the fountain was weird too, because it was facing towards the the castle, not away from it. They, they're like facing each other. Like that's what, that, that immediately seems weird to me. Yeah. 
All the throne rooms that you were in were facing out into their domain and not into the audience chamber. Rods and the Vladimir. Oh, were they? Mm hmm. Uh, it's not a puzzle. <laughs> so you, you may enter if you'd like. Yeah, let, well, yeah, let's go in. Anybody got. Who wants to sit on the throne imagine. first? <laughs> yeah. No thanks. You want to try and put it. the skull on the throne? See what happens? We could do that. Oh my gosh, this isn't right. I'm like, this throne room is way too small. I was going to uh, say, is it, is it? Yeah. Sorry, we're going to have to read Is that the uh, bathroom throne? Is it? <laughs> no, it's the right size. The grid's the wrong size. This whole thing has felt a little tight for a castle. So it makes sense though. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, it's not that magnificent once you get in there. Uh, are they 10 feet square so you're saying yeah how do i yeah under settings uh grid settings yeah there's a it says five feet right now yeah I change that to 10 feet actually that's what it was at before yeah that's right you, every it just does, does uh, oh gotcha gotcha um if you want more grids, you have to do uh, something different. Yeah, it's a little do more I... involved to do more grids. You have gotcha. to double your grid thing. How do you do that? That's a little more complicated. I can't talk you through it. Okay. All right. Um... Hmm. You can go play yeah. around. I just gotta. I just don't know off the top of my head on how to do it. You have the grid tool. The grid. Yeah, there's a grid tool on modules. There's like you can change the number of pixels, like that the grid. Yeah, that's grid how scale. I remember doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. the grid scale menu is. Uh, oh, just, uh, I got an. Module. I got an idea. Uh, Oh yeah, grid minimum is fifty. Um, that is annoying. Try this. I'll be right back. What are you doing now? You have walls. It's not going to work. You already have all your walls set up. So whatever you do, you're going to mess it up. Yeah, I would mess all the walls up, right? Yep. So All, all right. We could like uh, the shrinking, the shrinking the character size doesn't help, right? I don't think it'll just still snap to the grid. 
I'm double checking another copy of this. Alright, just man, I'm I'm loading up a scene with no walls. You could copy the scene and then try it out, try out things on that other scene. All right, I got a bigger map. Now I just need to configure the grid to match up. It looks like there's a grid scalar module. Yeah, because it's gets be difficult to get it to <clears throat> work right so the grid scaling module no just the uh to get to get, try to scale it yourself yeah yes yeah, this, this grid scaling module looks pretty good i also don't like about the 50 pixel thing i need to well you can edit that can't you i thought you could change that Uh, 50 pixels. There's like a minimum of 50 pixels. A minimum. Got it. Which is really annoying. So let me do what I want to do. Let's do the software. Like, I, I just want to do stuff, but it won't let me do it. Right. All right. I'm pretty much good. Um... All right, I'm gonna call it done. We'll make it work, whatever. Whatever it ends up looking like. Okay, you guys in here? So each big square is what, 20 feet? Uh, 10 by 10. 10, what, 10 by 10, yeah. <clears throat> All right, 
for some reason the token reset their vision. Oh yeah, they did. I can see. Well, right now it's in the daylight, right? Because it's in the hole in the. Well, not daylight, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> on the um, appearance tab, I think it is. That first checkbox is the one that gives the Omni light. So if you want to check that again or whatever, you should put back in the walls. Yeah. Um, I, I I just did it thinking that field of vision was going to matter, but then I realized that uh, if I didn't give you like 10 feet of vision, <laughs> you're just going to see through the walls anyway. Anyway, mm. uh, it's fine. OK. You guys all can control your guys and move and see. Yep. Okay. So yes, you approach in storm crashing over top of you. The someone's in the throne as you approach. Hello? You can hear this sound of this ancient figure standing from the throne. His voice echoes through the hall as you approach. Go away. Uh, we just got here. Are you Lord Vladimir? Vladimir Horngard. There we go. That's the name I was trying to look for. Horngard, right? Yep. I say, good sir, are you Lord Vladimir Horngard? <laughs> As the figure comes around, lumbering around the throne, you see a, a man worn with centuries of age, flesh and battle-worn scars hanging loosely from his form. If you have come to destroy me, know this as his grip on his huge long great sword at his side tightens. I perish defending this land from evil over four centuries ago. And because of my failure, I am forever doomed. I do not think it is your Demise, that is our intent. We have but just met, but I, I think we have greater enemies to worry about. Skulls on your knees? Oh. That's pretty badass. 
I kneel for no one but over the fallen corpses of my enemy. If you destroy this body, my spirits will find a new corpse to inhabit, and I will hunt you down. You cannot free me from my damnation, nor do I will you. We've come to find that we may have a common enemy. I believe it was Strahd that was your undoing, and he is far from a friend of ours. If you have come to free this land from the creature that feasts on the blood of the innocent, know this. There is no monster I hate more than Strahd von Zarovich. He slew Argenvost breaking the life of the night that I loved and destroying the valiant order to which I devoted my life. But Strahd has already died once. He can't. You're kind of an asshole. <laughs> he can't be allowed to die again. Instead, he must suffer eternally in this hell of his own creation, from which he may never escape. As much as I would share that uh, desire to see him suffer, what of the others, the innocents of this land that must suffer with him? Is there not a way to keep him damned forever and and yet free them. Is that, am I fucking with the global volume? I'm sorry. I am, I, I, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm adjusting it because every time I started it, it reset the volume. Yeah. <laughs> the innocence. I fought my whole life to defend the innocence. And under his unstoppable might, he swept all those defended honor and justice from the valley. There are no innocents more important than his eternal damnation. They are a necessary collateral, mere visions conjured up to remind this fallen prince of the land under his control that he lost. The people, you're saying they are just visions, constructs of some kind. 
Westworld. This land that torments him is one of his own making, and he shall be damned to it for all eternity. All we're trying to say is, but there are like people who are suffering because of this. You agree with this? Sapa! <laughs> what do you know of suffering? Well, this conversation to start. Oh, bird. Me the fire from that one. <laughs> me, me, my lover, and our order, damned for all eternity, tormented to the festering flesh of the undead, all while in the sight of those that slew us. Who has suffered more than us? That's, yeah. So how do we end it? Mm, maybe oh, one what? of the fangs. Those fangs were suffering. They might give you run for your money. And we've given them some ease. We've restored them. Let me ask this. Is it, if you were to remain in this hell with the devil, an eternity of waging war, would you not uh, seek some way to better your position in that, to, to turn the tide, to, to inflict some pain upon the devil? Strahd has no humanity any longer. His, the only torment is that of always being without his unrequited love, Tatiana. It is in this prison of his own creation that he lives eternally in anguish, always without that which he wishes. And this is his only future that he must be allowed to live. I'm just waiting for him to notice the giant floating dragon skull that's right behind all of us. Well, he's looking away, right? I think, I think you said you left it on the staircase. Did we leave it on the staircase? Okay. Yeah. On the front door. You can mention it. I'm still wondering if we want to. I don't quite know what to do with this guy yet. Well, let's try it out. If it doesn't just, work, then we know what the inevitable outcome yeah, will be. So He died once. He can die again. Sure, that's the way it works. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean... Technically, we all have, right? <laughs> Most right. of us. It is true. Except for L. But the, except for L. And Pierre, uh, Pierre hasn't Pierre, died. Yeah, and maybe Esmeralda. She's died a couple times, I think. I keep thinking he, that Pierre did, but I forgot that was just the hags. No. We'll see. Tell him about it. See if he changes his tune. What do you guys say? You tell him about it. I hear a lot of bleating from a uh, sheep that is apparently afraid to come back to war. <laughs> but we have brought you a gift regardless. We return the skull of Argenvalst. 
hoping that we would find aid here and an ally. You have brought back the remains of our Lord Argenvast to his ancestral resting place. His skull resides yep. on the stairs downstairs. Are you guys hearing these chips over the mic? Because I'll mute A that. A little bit. You... Okay. It's hard to be. Yeah, no. Doing I, both I get interact. It. If our, my only mission for my order is to safeguard God's eternal torment for his, this vengeance against him keeps our spirits embodied here in this plane. To restore our leader Argon Vos all to his remains in the mausoleum would restore the beacon of Argen Vastholt, providing hope to those in the valley and putting the spirits of my order to rest. Oh, that would be good. Well, I guess we lose an army potentially. We we are the army, okay? Yeah, on. yeah, we are. That's right, Vess. We, we are the army. <laughs> he, he stands forward as you tell him this, grips his greatsword, and you see this shining double-sized greatsword pull from his side. Whatever can be done to bring misery and unrest, I will do. And any, my order, I pledge my order to do so. And without their souls in this plane, we will be able to torment the devil no longer. I will destroy anyone who tries to end this torment. Oh, once again, God he's, damn it. He's a dick. He is a dick. To his own people, he won't let them rest just so he can... Carry on have this. His, have his little, have his little, yeah, pity party. Uh, before we the kill you again <laughs> for the, I don't even know how many times. Where would the mausoleum be? Look, we didn't even say that we were going to restore it. We were just giving it to him to decide. Like at this point, why is he giving us beef? Give me an insight roll, uh, Vasily. A 13. Okay. He alluded that you would need to put it in the mausoleum, mm -hmm. which is where remains go. Right. And, and that that mausoleum is definitely on the estate. Okay. Well, Didn't we yeah. see it when we were riding up? Did, I don't remember. It wasn't, on, 
It wasn't on the front door. You didn't. You literally didn't check anywhere else. Right. I thought we saw like another building or something though when we were riding up to the. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was lot. No, there was lots okay. of stuff on the estate. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't really went check. Straight to the front door. Got it. And as he he raises his sword and points it towards you, he's become aware that he is now hostile towards you as with the remains of his leader, you can bring peace to his cursed order of revenants. However, he does not want his order at peace. He wants them here doing dismay against the devil and his followers for all eternity. What have they actually been doing, though? Yeah, what this what this may have they cost? Uh, this is like a pause in time. I'm just talking to you guys. Yeah. Um, you, Vasily and Pierre would have heard that there was like wandering, undead, like armored knights that uh, people tell ghost stories about and whatnot. People getting taken by them and never showing up again. But it's not something that the common populace really understands or knows about. Got it. But you did get the kind of how their spirits are trapped in this mortal bodies uh, explained to you once or twice in the last couple hours. And on the road, they, these revenants were, were shambling around. So... They, and they then they drew their weapons at you and asked if you were a follower of Strahd. So presumably they're in the valley fucking shit up. Right. So real quick, can we can we try and appeal to Vladimir and be like, hey man, listen, we're gonna give you the skull. You can do whatever you want. I don't really care. But why don't you direct this army to go? I don't know, like raid Valakai or something, which is now full of vampires. Or. Uh as a stranger with no leverage, you would think that persuading to give an order to the commander of a order is just about impossible. It's I'm not giving an order. I'm I'm asking. I'm giving a suggestion. I'm saying, hey, listen, we have we have this thing that you would like. Maybe I don't even know if he wants it now. It doesn't really seem like he does, but maybe to make sure it never gets to the monster. Uh, oh, right or... there, you go. I mean, what he can do whatever he wants with it, but like, you know give us a boon back in that we've returned something that was owed to you. You know? Yeah, we got no interest here. No beef. No... If he wants to stay like this, who cares? That's Or fine we can fight. To... You know? Whatever. <clears throat> I mean... So you're... you're... The, the soul of the, the great dragon would I'm sure be like to be put to rest, but I mean, we got to consider that too. Do we? Is there a window here? Uh -huh. Yeah, there's three windows behind him. Um, Anyone have Featherfall? Okay. So be before initiative, uh, you you have a chance to plead with him for your life. What what is your you're gonna give him the skull in return for what? Uh, just for him to go like. It's one thing to be like, oh, we're here to sow chaos, but then you haven't been doing anything but shuffling around in the valley. 
just like <laughs> harassing people Hundreds that are on the road. Years. Like, yeah, come on, dude. Like, if you're gonna be about it, be about it. You know, like. Let's so do like, do it together. Let's take it to Strahd. There we go. Let's go to Castle Ravenloft. Come on with us. You know. Okay. Or go to go to Valakai and and you know kill the vampires that have taken over there. But he does okay. But he feels that every single person here is a construct of Strahd, and they all deserve to suffer because it's, of it. It's it, more like they are necessary for Strahd's suffering. If you appeal and, to this undead creature's humanity, it's probably a losing conversation. Right. No, it's just more the futility of it is the point. Like, Well, yeah, I think this it, thing has it like a... Of- it has a curse put on it, and the curse is to fight Strahd to its dying breath. But it's not really you know. doing that. That's the point. He's like, well, it is in its head. The most it's, lazy it's, fucking way possible. The, yeah. It, the curse isn't to defeat Strahd. It's to struggle against him for eternity. You know what I say? I say we pull back out of here. We don't fight, and we go find the mausoleum and return the skull to the dragon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dragon... not going to let us just walk out of here with the skull. Nah, 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 nah. It'll be fine. Just come on. Just run out. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Welcome to Dyson Dungeons, a 5th edition D&D podcast. You can follow and subscribe to Dyson Dungeons on Twitch, where we stream live every Monday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. You can also keep up with all our latest developments by like, follow, and subscribing to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages at Dyson Dungeons Gaming. If you would like to reach out to us, you can by sending an email to DiceDungeonsGaming at gmail.com. First up is Vasily. I am going to cast uh, Protection from Good and Evil on myself. Okay. Actually, if I... You can't, uh, you can't upcast it and have it do more people. So not I don't think sports. so. No, okay. Lame. Okay. Yeah, I'll cast it on myself. What's the... How big is the room? Like, uh, how tall is it? 20 feet. I don't know why I did it twice. It's weird. Anyway. Um, let's see. That's an action, um, bonus action, gonna Slayer's Prey, uh, Vladimir. If you can mark him. And I will move. Actually, I won't move, I'll stay here. That's my turn. Alright. Uh, and actually, when I do that, uh, the dancing lights go out. Oh, everyone's plunged into darkness. So is it still dark outside? Because there's those three windows. And aren't we in the room with the collapsed ceiling? Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. So we'll say that the dim light from the cloud ceiling gives light and level. Okay. 
Next up is Horn Guard. Know that you will perish as I have defended this land from powers far greater than you. For Argon Boss! And he rushes forward. This undead commander rushes forward towards you, engaging you in battle, Vyarta. His greatsword comes down, vengeful glare. Staring at you. Great sword swings. They slash into your your axe. Um, what are you holding up right now? Uh, the shield and the axe. Yeah. Yeah. Your axe hits the first one. He he's exposed. He goes up for an upward upward blow of the great sword, and you just punch him right in the face. Oh God! His jaw cracks as he stitch attaches. Oh, oh, and he pushes you back, and then he begins lunging towards you again. And that's the end of his turn. Okay, Cristobal. All right, I am going to um, do it. Oh yeah, I know. Finally, a fight against the dead. I'm going to channel divinity to uh, turn the undead. And I'm going to click this from here. Uh, how do I just display that? Come on, just go. There we go. So DC 15 wisdom saving throw or they're frightened and they won't come toward us. Not, not it, frightened, feared. They're going to try and move away. Okay, and what's the radius on that? 30 uh, feet. 30 feet? All right, nice. Yeah. Should, should catch them all. All right, they both fail. Oh, they all fail. Nice. All the goes. Hey. Oh. And then I'm going to bonus action, um, spirit, spiritual weapon, fourth. I think it's fourth level. I'm doing. Oh, geez. I don't think I've ever seen that spell cast that high. Yeah, I want to get the two D eight version of it. 
Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay, so spellbook, let me come in here. Does that break the uh, the turn? If you hit someone with it? It was just the other guys that were turn, right? Or is Vladimir as well? So go ahead and give me your turn immunity. What does that look like? I uh, do a little on my emblem there, a little chest bump and flee, be gone, back to the shadows. Oh, all the ghosts. Terrifying. All the ghosts. Oh, they begin shaking and they begin withdrawing away from you. And Vladimir looks at you. <laughs> I never flee from battle. Pretty and much he, figured that. And his immunity to it as he lunges forward towards your group. You will fall and become one of us. One of us. God, that is a slow roll from here. All right. It's... Well, I'm doing the bonus action spiritual weapon. Um, there it goes. It finally came through. Uh, 16 to hit. Vladimir? Yeah. The spiritual, what was your spiritual weapon now? Uh, there are little fists that fly around. Little fists? Fists uh, of helm. It comes and it, and it slams right into his head and he just it hits and you realize it's all hollow all, all the important parts are knocked out long ago and his natural immunity just immunity to force no he just uh wasn't strong enough force it didn't beat his ac i don't think that's right so it did hit him but it didn't it's, hit him no it's flavor you missed I, I know, but that's why I'm kind of wondering. Like, so, it, but it, that's that's hard for me to determine what's happening if I should be using this. Yeah, thing. it like so. You said it it did hit him in the head, but it it, it didn't glance off or miss. Yeah, but then it not, did nothing. Yeah, which makes he, it feel like an immunity. Makes it feel that way, but it was just like you hit him, but it wasn't effective. Oh, hit his right. hit his hit his natural armor. Okay, um, I am going to. Um, I'm going to just pull back to here. Next up is the ghost that runs away because it's scared. So And what uh, is the, one turn for one minute or until it takes any damage. Okay, so I'll have to stop guy, no damage. He fades through the wall out of your sight. Ambiart. Okay. I'm going to attack him twice. 
I want to cast a spell. No, okay, here we go. Ooh, I will miss, I believe. Which one? Uh, 16. Yeah, Vladimir, yeah. Yep, so he deflects it with his greatsword, but then you get an opening. And my second attack comes in, lands strong, and I will go ahead and... Um, use the second level smite on him. Yeah, hell yeah. Add it on. So it'll be 3d8, yeah? Yeah, he's undead. Yep, okay. All right, eight. What level Different. did you cast it at? Second. So it would have been... 48? Oh, no. two. So 2d8 plus 1d8. So yeah, it would have been 48. Roll another. There we go. Much better. 15. Oh, oh yeah. Radiant damage. Yep. Does... A normal amount to him as he's like Aah! you can see cracks begin splitting in his form as like holy light begins pouring out as you begin casting his spirit into the afterlife all righty i'll go ahead i will go ahead and uh shield of faith myself nice so concentration Stay in there. Yep. The other ghost goes through the wall and disappears. And so does the next one. So does the next one. And it is Esmeralda's turn. Ryan, are you still doing that? Sure. Um, she's just going to take a step back kind of in the corner and firebolt him. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What does that look like? Oh, uh, she just casually walks into the corner and like kind of just like oh like just kind of and uh yeah. Forty-eight damage. Yep. She's like, oh uh did I do that? <laughs> uh oh, crazy. Good job. Oh yeah. 
All, it's all going according to plan. Yeah, he's looking pretty seriously singed from that fireball. Where'd he go? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is he? <laughs> he evaporates. Yeah. All right, next up after Esmeralda, if you stand there. Optimistic Phantom Warrior. Was also terrified of our friend and disappeared. Here. You're muted, Mike. Yeah, sorry. Um, Pierre's up. Okay. Yeah, Pierre will cast Blink um, at will, um, his trait that he can use once a day. Um, so he'll roll a d20 to see if he disappears at the end of the turn. I don't know. I have to do it. In both action, I'm going to Shillelagh. I'm going to move right here. So I think it's a 10 or higher, I disappear. So yeah, I disappear. I'm, I'm in the tier. <laughs> You're in the ethereal plane. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, let's see where I am. Uh, blink. Blink. Probably. Uh, yeah, I'm in the ethereal plane. Excellent! <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> the, the, the ghost, right? The revenant. It's just gonna it's gonna be it's like gonna a, be... literally there's gonna be like an army coming through yeah, either probably. wall that he sees. <laughs> or surrounded by a thousand dudes. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Pierre, I'm gonna let's take the time to create the ethereal realm in the, in everyone's mind right now. So this is what I imagine. I imagine Everything's a shade of black and gray. Like imagine like Morph Morpheus, it's Morbin time vision. Like everything's like black and gray and you can see the outlines of everything like a superhero. But you can move through everything usually when you're ethereal. Um, but you're seeing reflections of what's in the material plane. Uh, it just It's just like difficult terrain, double movement when you want to go through walls. Uh, and so I imagine all the walls to be like ghostly, kind of like you can see those walls there, but you can kind of see through them. And when you blink out of existence, you can see your friend standing there in this kind of like black silhouette in front of you, battling Vladimir. And then you hear something behind you and you turn around and through the, the corner right here, you see three of the ethereal warriors also on the ethereal plane when you do that and they all turn and look at you all right that's my turn elena I'm playing her mike you want to play elena no i know someone else plays it, Jeez, um, got it. she's going to 
use her dagger of Ossibus in her hand and move up and strike him. Bop, bop. Oh, no. Nineteen. Oh. Hell yeah, that'll do it. Okay, and then attack damage. Yeah, I thought it would roll it with it, but let me see. That's probably under features. So and... here's the, here's the thing: the um the six necrotic not gonna do so well against them. Okay. Was I'll take tab. that. Jeez. 25 damage. That's how you do it. That bloodies him up real good. All right. And then she's going to use her disengage to move back. Keep going back. Come on. One more. Uh, right there. That about it. All right, Vasily, you see all the ghosts disappear as so does your friend Pierre. Fitting. I knew that he would run in this fight anyway. I think to myself. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to stab this dude and shoot him a bunch of times. Or shoot him a bunch of times then stab this dude. I'm going sh- to stab him twice and then shoot him once. Ah. So 21, 28 to hit for 12 damage total. For the first one. And then I'm going to do it again. And that's going to hit or miss. So 12 to hit. I'm guessing miss. Our 16's missed. Okay. And then I'm going to crossbow him. Human face. Pew. A 21 to hit for 7. Yeah. Total? For 10 though, right? Uh, or is that only once per turn? No, that's the Slayer's Prey is only once per turn. So total of 19 damage, piercing and it's all piercing. Yeah, he's and being up, you almost defeated him already. That's my turn. Uh, the key wait. is we got to drop this guy and then run like hell before those uh, ghosts come back. Hopefully they'll just be aimless now that if he's gone. But well, we got to get. We still don't want to fight thing. six of those things. First of all, you get the unnerving feeling that you haven't seen the last of those ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So. What is get, get thee to the chopper? What is it that you do after knowing that this could be your final action? So my spiritual weapon is going to still attack. That's uh, that's kind of a given. Let's do that. Uh, I wonder if I can just roll that damage again from here. Yeah. With level, come on, and two, 
two hours later, that will get to the other window. Yeah. So that thing probably missed. All right. Yeah. And then for my action, I'm going to run up one, two, two and a half, uh, and smack it with my uh, flail. Yeah, do it. Yeah, going to this, see if I can do it quicker from this thing. Roll. 18 to hit. Maybe. Yeah, that does it. All right. And then I also have a divine smite on that. Yeah. Smiting is fun. Features, I think. I can get that. Yeah. yeah. Divine strike. It looks like it's a. Okay. Why is it two things there? Uh... Second here, um, your very strike divine energy. Once you turn hit, you can cause attack radiant damage. When I think it's just, just when you get 14, you get to use both of them, but I don't know why it's including both of them now. Because it's, it's when you're 14th level and it's not yeah. checking. All right, yeah. so I didn't, I did another one whopping uh radiant <laughs> damage on that thing. Yeah, it's, it's effective. <laughs> the first time I ever used it, not quite so awe-inspiring. We've got to get used it to it, kinda, you know. It just, just kind of glows. It goes like when it like hits him. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it, and then I'm uh, I'm staying there. Great, Yart. You have this guy on his knees. He's Almost defeated. I will free you of this curse, even if you do not want to be freed from this curse. I think it's going to give him a holiday. He's going to take like a week off and then like come back (laughs) out and come back up. Just take a week off, a break. That might do it. Yeah. Uh, Number one for nine. If he's still up, I'll obviously swing again. Yeah, absolutely. Keep swinging. Mm. Miss. Right Sorry, as you go, guys. Right as you go to finish him off, he he's like, "You cannot defeat me. I will return, vengeful, forever." Until you put that skull back in the mausoleum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Couldn't have smited him, just finished him. I well, I missed on my second attack. I should have smote on the first one, but I'm all, almost out of spells. All right. Yeah, absolutely. You stay in there. Anything else? Um, I will stay there. All right. Perfect. <laughs> you guys did uh, he go who vladimir yeah no he's not in here he's he's just getting his ass kicked 
Got it. Sounds <laughs> good. Yeah. Put him back in there. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he was acting before me. <laughs> yeah, but he was just fighting you. You you guys were going in. You got another blow in on him. He turns around. He can attack from all sides. Turns towards Vasily. Turns towards Cristobal. How dare you defy us? We uh, pledged ourselves to this land. You, you are outsiders. yourself. We gave you options. You could have been fighting with us. We are out. You are outsiders here. You do not belong. You will fall just as the others. Flashes out at you, Mr. Ball. Oh. <laughs> Why'd you have to go to him, Cristobal? <laughs> oh my god. 18 AC? Yeah. Okay. He, as he comes down on you, you see all these ghosts starting to appear all around you and your friends, right behind everyone's shoulders, kind of coming out of the ethereal with their weapons, about to stab down on you and your friends. You see some one coming for Esmeralda and one coming for Viart and L and Pierre. And Pierre, you you saw as all these ghosts all at once just rushed everyone as soon as you entered the, the ethereal plane. They're all around you. And as you go to call cry out to warn your friends, Vladimir plunges his great sword through your chest. And his second attack hits as well. Oh, he, he critically hits you and hits you once more. I just said he could have fought with us. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it was that bad what I said. <laughs> Well, he obviously <laughs> pissed him off. such an extreme retribution. <laughs> <laughs> he really didn't like that one extra damage, did you? <laughs> How much HP do you currently have? 78. Okay, you're... Okay, so he does 51 damage to you. Oh my god. As he plunges the great sword into your body and he looks down at you and he 
this. You are no better than him, an evil being who will fall to my holy blade. And he kicks you off of his blade, and you just see your blood and, and rib cage just get crushed as it pulls out with his great sword, yanking up, cleaving through your clavicle, completely cut asunder. You get a grievous wound and are taking 1d4 bleed damage per turn. Unless you use an action to stop the bleed. Okay. Bjarta's like, okay, I'll smite next time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Esmeralda, Esmeralda is right there. And she doesn't see the ghosts just yet, but she does see. Vladimir plunges blade into Cristobal. If you do, um, can she? Whoop! Can she staunch the bleeding? Take an action to do that, or she'll she'll just firebolt him. him. She's just gonna firebolt him again. I think yeah. it's really important that the rest of these ghost things don't attack, and hopefully they will. Hopefully, something will change if we get him down. Hopefully, twelve fire damage. Oh, yeah. Hits him right in the face. Where on? He's he's begin begins wobbling back. His smoke billing all around his form as he uh, armor begins to shake. What does Esmeralda do? Um, she will stay there. I don't. I don't see why she would move. This ghost appears next to Cristobal. It's spectral longsword plunging down to finish him off. <laughs> And as it appears, so does this one. And its held action goes off. So does this one. And its held action goes off. On you, Bjart. And this one on Esmeralda. And this one on Pierre. Now, they're all still uh, frightened, I believe, unless they make saves. So this, I'm not sure quite how this works, but when they are in the ethereal plane, are they seeing us? We just can't see them. Does that work yeah. that direction? So, I, so I'm saying that the ethereal plane cuts line of sight for- But all. one direction, not the other direction, right? Like I, ethereals can see us, we just can't see into the ethereal. Right, I think, I think that's how it works. So, but weren't they feared? The and that's why I was going to ask because even if it was the different ones, if they were able to see me, they also should have been um, censored. If they could see within the thirty feet of me, they they would have also been subject to that saving throw. 
until they break line of sight, right? No. Um, it's. Oh, yeah, it's just one minute. Yeah. Do you have lost concentration with that hit? It's not concentration it's not, for that. Yeah. It's just okay. like a success or fail. You get okay. you get one minute of reprieve, basically. Gotcha. Yeah, you're right. This I this can't mechanically work while they're while they're frightened, because uh, they have to in this form of frightened they have to use their action to dash. So you see all of these ghosts appear all around you and they're about to finish everyone off. But Pierre, what do you do? All right. Um, they don't have to move away. No, they're all they're all gonna flee. None of them are in combat. Oh, okay. I just don't want to take opportunity attack if I move. Nope. Finish him. Yeah, I'll go run up um, to him and um, cast. Sorry, I should have known what I was going to do ahead of time. Oh, okay. Um, I'll cast Heat Metal on no. I'm going to cast Heat Metal at level three, third level. Hell yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, so it's a, um, uh, I'm not hooked up to the stupid thing. Um, uh, cause any creature that's, so I'm choosing his armor. Um, we'll take 2d8 fire damage. Oh, I wish I could just, let me just hook up so I can display them. Yeah, you can roll for damage. Okay, there we go. That went through. Um, so it is. Uh, I did that third level. So um, I roll it so eight total damage. Okay. And then um, this is if I bleak out of existence again. Uh, I do not. I am still there, and uh, no bonus actions. I'm done. I feel like heat metal is one of the best spells in the game. It's a good one. Yeah. If the creature is holding an object or let's see. I like that you ran up to use it. Yeah, he's wearing plate armor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought you were gonna use your shillelagh or something. But... I did too. <laughs> I did what? too. But I didn't. I ran up. <laughs> For no reason. That's okay. I'm trying to help. Run up. Hey, you leave my friends alone. <laughs> All right. So Elena, Elena gets the killing blow on him. Uh, Pierre, you help her out. What does that look like? You uh, you guys do a combo move. Finish yeah. him off. I, I throw him off his guard by running up to him and then casting Keep Metal, which is a rage spell next to him. He's really confused. And Elena backstabs him right in the back. <laughs> yep. He's... Yeah, he... She, he's he's like ah ah he's trying to pull he can't get his arm off and as as you can see his hair sets on fire he's like oh you'll pay for this I'll find you you will pay ah! 
and Elena stabs him. And he falls over in a heap, dead. Does that dagger thing give her anything if it sacrifices, if it kills somebody? Does it kind of like Rob's thing? Does that does it do it anything? Awesomeness thing? I, think I remember right, it does. Four, right? I thought it was temporary hit points or something. That would be nice. She's down two hit points. I think the awesomeness is just necrotic damage. Is that what it does? Maybe it was that, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, but she gets to also create a. Oh shard no, she or just has right? that. She she has that new ability. That's what I was remembering. Yeah. To create a shard. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. a, soul, a soul trinket. That's what it is. Yeah, she creates a soul trinket out of Vladimir Horngard. <laughs> nice. That's her. That's gotta She's got a complete set now. That's, yeah. that's cool. See, it's, his right. token, it's his token, just flipping in the air, like you know. Has does that soul. does that stop him from finding a new body now? Uh, unlikely. <laughs> okay. When I uh, when I pop into Probably the plane, do I see him running away? <laughs> Wait, uh, no, he. And that's funny. Uh, so yeah, when you're blinked in, <laughs> as you're blinking in and out of etherealness as combat's over, um, you see Vladimir Horngard's spirit go, and and he kind of looks down solemnly at you, and I will return. We could have been friends. <laughs> that's all you have boo. No friends. <laughs> Doesn't then, Elena have a uh, a soul bag too? She makes the soul trinket. I don't know. It's, it's just uh, I don't know where she, she keeps them. She has a soul bag though. So like, if she kills someone, she can also trap it in that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Let's see. Um, didn't she? Maybe she didn't. Maybe that was. I thought we got one of those. I I don't remember. We got one off of the hags. That I think had a soul in it. She's got a lot of interesting stuff, but not that. She definitely should have a soul bag, but I think it already had a soul in it. I just don't know what soul it was. Also, I don't know if a soul bag is created by the thing or if it's like something you can. Anyway, it doesn't really okay. matter. I'm sorry. So you pull out the hag soul bag that you got from killing the hag and you attempt to trap the soul of Vladimir Horngard. Is that what we're doing? The silly. This is you doing it. No, I, I don't have it. I don't I don't have it. It's, you take it's, it. It's in your hand right now. Oh, I have the bag? And you're reaching out. To capture the soul of Vladimir Horngard yes. as he's vanquished. Okay. Like the Ghostbusters thing here. Step on it. Suck uh, it in. That could be a bad idea. Yeah, yeah probably uh, is. That's why the DM wants it to happen so bad. No, no, you do it. <laughs> no, Please you, reach for it. Please capture the soul. soul and do it. You can have five. You you can only have one soul trapped at a time. So as you don't do this, the soul that was inside of it has to be transferred. So let's see if you if you succeed. Yeah. Wait, I'm like, wait, do I really want to do that? Uh, Knowing the rules of the bag, I don't know. 
Oh, so sure, uh, let's play the game here. Yeah. Roll a d20. Okay. Is the check. Wait a minute. <laughs> is plus the. C. Okay, let me let me make sure that this is possible. Some capacity. I feel like whatever soul is trapped in that hag's bag. Okay. Can't be worse than this guy. Yeah, it's probably like a little kid. You need a 17 or above to capture him. Is it a certain type of check or is it just any? Roll a d20. Just a straight d20. Okay, here we go. Right in the VGT. Oh! Not even fucking close. You know, and he just, he looks at you. And as you go to reach out, ah, I'll get ya, I'll get ya. And he, you go to grab him all haggishly in your bag. And he just <laughs> look, looks to you and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> so was Elena able to trinket him or not? Yeah, she made a trinket. Okay. All right. Did we let the other soul out? No, is it like a, like, like a, a balloon? A... Like you let the helium out and it's like, oh god, the fucking soul escaped. When you, know? when you didn't get him, you saw this soul, this black silhouette, huge red eyes, sharp teeth, shadowy tendrils beginning to pull its way out of the bag. You close, close the bag up. Huh. I give it back to Elena. I don't think she had it. It wasn't in her. Yeah, I'm just telling you, you can hold on to that thing. I, well, I can't have. <clears throat> if she wants it, I'll let her say that. I'm not going to do that for her. Just she don't back and now she's got a with it. pissed off soul bag. Oh my god! Yeah, that's on you. Um, but I do. Yeah, uh, uh, don't, don't forget these ghosts are maybe still mad, like you know, rattled hornets. I, yeah, I just want to. I just want to look at this guy's weapons and armor real quick. I have it. All right, yeah, you get his great sword. Um, I have it in my notes that yes, Vasily was. I, the one I have it in my notes back. also. Also, <laughs> I have to, I have two laughing elixirs that I never put in here either. So, yeah. I got all kinds of shit. Grab his shit and let's get out of here. Come on. I, I think we're gonna rush down there and get that skull. What kind of get armor to the was he wearing? Was it? You want to have the uh, skull knees? Yeah. No. I just wanted to know, like, couldn't you use a better suit of armor? Probably, but um, I was wondering if you see, was a plate or anything. His um, half plate is a platinum half plate with oh. the holy symbol of the Morning Lord encrusted on it, worth two hundred and fifty gold. Uh, oh, sorry, that sorry, yes, there's that, but. Uh, it's actually the amulet of the Morning Lord around his neck that's worth 250 gold. Otherwise, he does have a half plate with the Order of the Silver Dragon encrusted and stuff all over as the commander of it. Um, and he has a plus two greatsword. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So, do you have a magical weapon already, Ryan? I do. And it, is this better? Is that something that like? It is was your other one. That's something that someone I else have might the, be I have the the axe, the weed whacker axe. Wow. Okay. Um, I think uh, that that 
plate might be better than what I got. Do you need mail state? Do you need that? You have better stuff already? No, I have. I got the, remember, I have the weird animated armor. Everything about you became weird at some point. I seriously, yeah. I don't know what you have, but okay. So that's half plate. Uh, half plate, yep. 15 plus two, up to two decks. And so disadvantage on stealth. I don't know if that's better than what you have or not. I have chainmail right now, so. So yeah, probably. Uh, chainmail's AC sixteen. Oh, so half plate deck. is not better. <laughs> yeah, if your deck is zero or one, not better. <clears throat> what else do you have? He had a two-handed greatsword. Right? A plus two greatsword. A plus, plus two, two greatsword. greatsword. Who took that? I uh, think he's the only one that can use it. Unless anybody else wants it, Yarta will happily give anyone the weed whacker. Is that just a standard? It was like a, a battle axe. It's a battle axe. Okay. Yeah. Again, I don't think that um, L can use that because that's not uh, a simple weapon, right? No, it is a martial weapon. Martial. Yeah. I'll sell it off. Wait, I actually might be able to use that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I can use martial weapons. Yeah, okay. use it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you. Yeah, take weed whacker, or if you want, you can take the great sword. No, you ought to take grace or unless you're using a shield or something. Are you using I will happily forgore for forego the shield for the plus two grace sword. Yeah, I'll do the battle axe then. Okay. Um basically should I just add this as a what a battle axe, then re relabel it as a weed whacker and then um it what is might, the you, plus or whatever? Can I like you should be able to transfer that's, that's what I was wondering if I could do that. Probably not, but that'd be a cool feature, right? It would. What if I? I mean, is there more written into it and stuff? Is that one? Hold on. Yeah, I, I like. I thought. So I if it's had... a home, if it's a homebrew thing, then I could probably just find it in inventory and add it. Oh, I don't think I. I don't think I actually added. I think I just changed the name. It's just a plus one battle action. I think. Okay. For a yeah, second, I that's thought what I, I thought. So I'll do the... that. Yeah. No, but just remember, if you fight anything that's plant like, to ask Corey if you get extra damage. Okay. <laughs> yeah. nope, nope these are mon these are monstrous tendrils not not, not plant tendrils yeah you know. sometimes they are All right, so I think we should skedaddle to the skull and try to find the mausoleum right now, right? Or do we want to look? Um, we can come back and look around after we do that. If we yeah. <clears throat> All so, right. Um, Rob, are you taking inventory? Is Do you keep track of that stuff for us? I mean, uh, that's loot. Mike. Oh, Mike. So we did, yeah, we I still have that, that uh, half plate then for loot. I just write shit down because I write everything down. All right. Um, so the people already grab everything else. I'm gonna get to put half plate down. 
half plate and the gold um, emblem thing worth 250 gold, the necklace. Thank you. All right. So as you guys go to downstairs to reconvene at the stall mausoleum, you go to go down this other set of stairs to the right, and you end up, Lena opens up a door, <clears throat> and you find yourselves in the mausoleum, uh, or not the mausoleum, in a study, Argenboss study. The room is a haven for dust and cobwebs. Three narrow windows allow slivers of light to illuminate bare oak shelves along the walls and a torn padded chair lying side of a cavernous hearth. Earth. A pitcher above the mantle has been slashed, its lower half hanging down below the frame like a torn piece of flesh. An iron door set in the south corner hangs open on one hinge. It looks as if the soldiers under Strahd's control had barged in, destroying this fort on the inside and killing the paladins that once called it home. Corey, actually, the first thing I did after that guy dropped was to heal myself so I get rid of that grievous wound and I'm going to just cast some spells on myself. Absolutely. Okay. You see that there was once a great study, the Lord Argenvost, in this room, but the soldiers took all the books and can see the shelves toppled and destroyed. There's a sole volume lying in the middle of the floor over the, over the overturned chair. It's called the Oath Celestial. Though partially burned and flashed by sword, leafing through the crumbled book reveals the devotional texts of the knights and how they descended from the holy empire of Valentia. Seems most of the knights of this order hailed from there, but now they're all lost to the mist. Spell that in the Valentia. You you always like sound it out, but then I spell it completely. How <laughs> it doesn't really work out that way. There you go. Thank you. As you read, toss through it. This, jur this journal entry that was tucked away in an envelope inside falls out. And Grab you, it. You see that it's actually a journal entry from Lord Argenvoss himself. Uh, yeah, How did in he write in such a small book? I put it in the slack, but uh, Vasily, why don't you go ahead and read it out? <clears throat> my knights have fallen and this land is lost. The armies of my enemy will not be stopped by sword or spell, claw or fang. 
Today I will die, not avenging those who have fallen, but defending that which I love, this valley, this home, and the ideals of the Order of the Silver Dragon. The evil surrounds me. The time has come to throw off this guise and show these heathens my true fearsome form. Let it spark terror in their hearts. Let them tell their stories of dark triumph against the protector of the Balanok Mountains. Let Argenvoss be remembered as a dragon of honor and valor. My one regret is that my remains will not lie in their rightful place, in the hollowed mausoleum of Argenvosthalt. No doubt my bones will be scattered among my enemies like the coins of a plundered horde, trophies of a hard-won victory. I do not fear death. Though my body will die, my spirit will live on. Let it serve as a beacon of light against the darkness. Let it bring hope to a land wrought with despair. Now, to battle. See, he's way cooler than his like little follower guys, right? <laughs> Much less of an asshole. <laughs> no, definitely you... soured. Oh yeah, the years have been rough. You find that Lord Argenvast and the Great Silver Dragon Argenvast are one and the same person. Oh my gosh! And that. He tried to help this valley, but fell. him and his daughter fell. You look, cool. over, you look over and through the window, you look downstairs and you see the mausoleum in the backyard amongst some tombstones down outside. You should beeline it to there. Yep, let's grab, grab the skull. As you grab the and begin to turn around, you hear the flapping through a broken window, the air, cold air from outside as, as the rain begins to lighten up. We hear the flapping of, of what? Of the mantelpiece, the large slashed picture. You see it's actually... Oh. Hard, it's hard to tell, but perhaps does anyone have a way of mend, to mend it? Ah! <laughs> I have mending! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I gotta describe this in detail. All right. I think so. Paint me a picture. Yes, I will. Yeah. Uh, what does the painting look like before I start in the... Uh... <clears throat> mm. All right, I, I don't know what it looks like. I got a minute first. You can, it seems to be some type of landscape, but it's hard because the flapping of it being slashed in the, in the battle when they raided this Argenvoss, and it seems to ha have some kind of connection to the magic we. Perhaps if you were able to detect what kind of magic it is, you'd learn more. Okay. Um, yeah, so I will... As I'm casting Mending, I'm going to use my racial trait and detect magic. Um, so I, I reach out to the fabrics of magic and I start stringing together the painting itself. Um, you start to see thin white lines starting to connect and weave together, um, pulling the fabrics together and pulling the painting together. Um, and then you hear a little pop sound at the very end as it um, you see the final painting in front of you. What do we see? What do we see? 
It's a picture of a mansion that's seen better days under clear winter skies with snow-capped mountains in the background. It's Argonvath. But you see at the top of the chapel, in the top of that tower, glows a silver beacon. And as he mends it, it, it has transmutation magic, you can see. And you weave together transmutation. And the beacon in the picture flashes with light casting across the room, a brilliant silver light. And the spectral form of a huge dragon fills the room. The dragon, silver dragon, wades in the air over you, looking down at you. My skull lies in the fortress of my enemy. Return my skull to its rightful crypt, and my spirit will shine here forever, bringing hope to this dark land. This is where you like skip through the dialogue. I have the skull, like <laughs> right on top of that rose. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> it will be a treacherous journey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it will take many nights of. <laughs> no one yes. has dare brave the catacombs for years. <laughs> Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's get the skull. Yeah. So you got to get the skull to the mausoleum. Yep. And it will light a beacon in the top of this tower, which you guys awesome. haven't been to. Let's do it. Yeah, we can go downstairs and Yeah, we're, we're booking it. You first, Bjarta. All yep, in line. I'm on my way. Nor normal marching in order. Let's go. <laughs> so you guys are marching down... They're like, oh, who knows about this? This other staircase looked in horrible repair. Let's go the way that we know is safe. Exactly. Uh, as you're like, oh, it's fine. And like one of the stairs just tumbles like hundreds of feet down. <laughs> uh, and you're you're passing by, but this time the door is open, and inside you see this knight's table. The and through the dust and cobwebs, you see the faded war banners adorning the walls of this spacious chamber in the center with this heavy wooden table, the iron chandelier hanging above it with six high back chairs of, with, of wood carved dragons perched atop them. They really leaned into this theme. I don't think they were out fighting anything. They were just at home carving shit and making, <laughs> making things in their own image. Yeah. yeah. In the five chairs are the skeletal human remains and tattered chainmail. They remain of the Order of the Dragon. They tilt your head in your direction. Why do you disturb the living? Why do the living disturb the dead? <laughs> And you can see. Why are we in the room? I'm, I'm a little confused. You just slid us there, right? Because we were going down the hallway to go downstairs. Yeah. The right? door was open. Because there's an NPC going to. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't want to disturb them. I thought we were just beelining it away, but. Uh, so they're going to be like, you have destroyed our leader, Vladimir. And this one particular uh, paladin 
stands up and, and approaches you. Now we've come to restore your true leader. Good answer. To make him whole, to make this manor whole once again, to make it the shining beacon upon the hill to carry on what you once stood for. And we have no time to waste. Yes, I'm afraid that our commander lost his way long ago. As I should know, I, I loved him. As, but the order will never be able to truly defeat the devil, not without strong, powerful group like yourselves. Here's a picture of Sir William Godfrey. You had the option, the opportunity to speak with a Godfrey voice and you didn't take it. <laughs> Sir Godfrey Gwillem. It's a GG too. Sir Godfrey What's Willem? with GG? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm actually guessing that uh, this was a generational thing and he probably has never even seen Gilbert Godfrey. I'm right, sure he right? knows who Gilbert Godfrey is. Yeah. Okay. The Affleck guy. Affleck duck. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm not seeing the picture. Did you put it in Slack? Yeah. He, yeah, my Slack hasn't updated the last couple of things. He... <laughs> That's because that's because Corey is messaging me directly. <laughs> Great. How nice yeah. for you, Rob. Yeah, this is what you see, Rob. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right, Rob. You're everyone else just sees everyone everything. has to describe <laughs> yeah. it to us. Yeah, or Rob has to describe it to us. <laughs> Um, so he's a revenant and he served with Vladimir during the battle against God's people. And he, he could tell that, you know, they all know that they're revenants and their spirits aren't at rest and that they'll continue to find new bodies to fight against Strahd until the hate of their commander, Vladimir Horngard be satiated or you know Argonvoss can be restored did you guys just get a link and it's going to too many redirects and not actually yeah. showing it okay yeah. sorry Corey but <laughs> I want to see this dude yeah is it for real um hey. So he speaks into like an ancient paladin and he thanks you for helping restore 
his leader, Argen Voss, his remains in the mausoleum. And he fears that that is the only way that his and his others compatriot souls can ever find peace. How have you managed to stay sane while your uh, other brothers seem to have lost their way? Many of my brothers served our commander, Vladimir, in their own ways. And so when he was lost to vengeance, they carried out his orders without reserve. I too am bound to his vengeful order, but I followed Vladimir because I loved him. And so when he lost himself, I guess I could still see what the order of Argenvas was meant to be. Hopefully it will all be restored soon. All right, let's let's uh, heal this this dragon, yes, in spirit. Does I see? I have never seen an adventurer defeat Vladimir here in Argenvast in his own chamber. You lot might have what it takes to finally rid this land of the devil once and for all. Tell me, what will you do with it after? In the nightmare for the inhabitants here is, and, and, and for yourselves, I think at that, it, beyond that, it is not, I don't think we're trying to uh, impose our will beyond that. Everybody would be free to finally live their own lives. He says, then that is the closest thing that I've heard aligning to the order's tenants in a long time. All my brothers may pass on to their next lives. I will stay to aid you in Whoa. your fight against the devil in your time of need. I will bring venge the vengeance that I have walked this land for 400 years searching. And I will help you rid this land of the shadow of the people that invaded these lands and my life along with those that I love. We would be honored to have you and your order fight by our side. I, they will pass on, but I, I will get vengeance for my love, Vladimir. I will get what is rightfully good for this valley and carry out the order that I swore Lord Argon passed all those years ago. Right on. We've got an awesome little uh, revenant 
Alley, that's cool. <laughs> so he's saying oh, we like, have to yeah. we have to like <clears throat> summon him somehow, or like is he just gonna come with us? He says that he will finally be able to leave Augenvost, but he knows that Vladimir will return eventually. Until he does, he is going to go to the Amber Temple. He believes that he might be able to connect with a powerful undead, great knowledge that is rumored to be there. Perhaps. That doesn't sound interesting at all. Perhaps. <laughs> perhaps that will be a powerful weapon in defeating the devil. So we should meet him there? Inevitably. As he cut to like a clips of him like walking through snowy and rain and blizzards right. just like so we have to issue an amber alert when we're ready oh boy oh wow yeah <laughs> go ahead and log off yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so can we get the skull yeah now? we're taking the skull put it on to the mausoleum you appear at the back. The sure. So you go outside and tarnished silver-plated gargoyles shaped like dragon wormlings cling to the stone-tiled roof of the smallest mausoleum. An eight-foot-tall, four-foot-wide white marble door set into the wall is engraved with the name Argenboss. I wonder how this whole thing would have gone differently if we just read that sign first and went straight there. Right. Maybe reunited him with his love or something like that. Uh, yeah, I definitely did think of another way, but I I'm fine with what happened. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Uh, right. So yeah, you guys go to the mausoleum right outside, and. Big marble door. Yeah, do it. Open it. Okay. Was there anything written on it or anything? Or should we? You still have to detect magic going, right? That's 10 minutes. So maybe, is there anything magical around the door? Yeah, I don't know. I, my eyes are still lit up. Uh, no. Stone heavy. All right, let's give it a push. Yeah, I'll help him if he needs it. All right, roll with advantage. Dart. Just a strength check. Strength check. <laughs> still, what is the what's gonna happen? Uh, I guess if you fail, like a stone's gonna fall. Yeah, exactly. The, the, well, the advantage was important. <laughs> They don't write these adventures with the same tenants that they developed the game. So they okay. Um, 
Because there's no monsters outside. I, I guess Ew, zombie revenants are walking around. Well, it's a cemetery. So here, let me, let's make it creepy. Like... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm actually going to switch to the mausoleum. Because it, like, the dungeon's not working. Could, how, how about this? Could we could we have uh, Godfrey come down with us to make sure that all the revenants don't mess about? You know. Yeah, he's walking. No, there was no. Yeah, I'm sure he'd like to see the reuniting of the skeleton too. I would think so too. That's right? the moment <laughs> they've been waiting for for a couple hundred years. To the, uh, to the Amber yeah. Temple. Yeah. That other that other shambling revenant him watches you reunite the skull. So you walk through this crowded cemetery. You feel like someone's watching you. Then you look up and there's a guy in the window. He's dressed with a thick mane of hair in a well-tailored suit. He stares down at you. And when you look up again, the curtains are drawn, and there's no one there. Push through. Do you see that? That was in the mausoleum or back at the castle? That's like right outside. And you like hear, you feel something's watching. You look up, and you see that in the window. In the, oh. the window uh, Argon Voss study? Yeah. Yeah. I think that he is waiting for us to finish this. Come now. We need to hurry. We have other places to be. Okay. I pushed open the, the stone. I think. Yeah. And we're yeah, walking you, in. You see, you see that the grave, the law of the graves are actually hollow as you push your way towards the mausoleum. That makes sense. As if, as, and it doesn't look like they were dug up. It looks like they were clawed out from underneath. Mm. The interior of the mausoleum is dark and dusty. E4 empty alcoves and raised floors etched into the far wall is a verse written in tonic. Uh, I cannot read it, nor can L. Can you guys? It's in what? I doubt it. Draconic. Nope. What is it? I'm sorry. Draconic. It's the one I didn't take. Hmm. I thought you were traveled adventurers. Apparently, you don't travel very far. Marshalata and Esmeralda begin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to look if she knew. None of you like, took, do, I, do I have a spell? Maybe? None of you took tongues or anything, huh? No. We don't really have a wizard. So there it says, Here lie the bones and treasures of Argonvas, Lord of Argonvas holds and founder of the Order of the Silver Dragon. I mean, I could have guessed that's what it said. <laughs> <laughs> Without reading it, but... Good to know we got the right place. Yep. As you bring the skull 
in, you see a big pile of bones. And you so we're all on top of each Damn bones, damn bones. Who are still here. Oh, it's empty. Okay. Yeah, you see the. the yeah, great... it's a mausoleum in Stradville, of course. I thought there'd be a pile of bones and stuff there. Like, it's like, I have something to put this skull on. Well, yeah, you... yeah, but didn't it say that we had to return it to the the other bones? It's there, there's a the pile of bones there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Skip that yeah. part. I was you're writing. Re- yeah, you're you're returning them to. Their rightful yeah. place. So put it on there. Put it there. We hover it over the pile. Yep. And it, and it, and it connects. And there's all of a sudden there's a shaking. And up. the bones begin shaking and connecting together. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Or like uh, Night at the mm-hmm. uh, Museum. Yeah. Yep. And before you, there's a huge burst of radiant light as the form of a dragon, celestial like spectral. Fills the room, but it feels as if it's real. It feels as if he's there. And he, he swirls above you before swirling over top of you. Huge dragon. Agenvas in his full splendor, his silver scales swirling down. He lands. Next to you, next to you, his spirit beaming in in light. This was my order. A brotherhood of the Valoris, Valoris. We battled corruption. We could not have known we would fail. We died, but yet we live. Only slightly better than the devil himself, macabre profanities of nature. My knights can hear me no longer, but I hear them, their hatred burning like a brand against my soul. I can stand for this no longer. I thank thee for freeing my spirit. I shall light the beacon with my spirit and let it shine across this land. For because my nights have fallen, though this land, it is not not lost. You guys, uh, before I go on, you guys can go ahead and 
What do you do as this huge dragon's flowing above you? How will the beacon uh, assist us? Oh, great. Powerful. Uh, Argenvost. Hope is a power undefeated by time. It is what the people need to fight despair. And you'll all get buffs as well. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this is before the spirit of Argenvoss, you know, fills this beacon and reads the chapter. Any any questions with this sentient spirit? Mm. You fought I assume many, many years against uh, Strahd. And although you weren't successful, surely you must know of his weaknesses more than any other. What might we be able to exploit if we were to have any chance at finally ridding this land of Strahd? confliction he's like i want to help he said it asked question, but dm cannot give the final <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely you're talking to his give, mortal give enemy <laughs> to defeat the devil you must know the devil himself yeah, what i i was gonna ask yeah um but we can oh, never mind. We can finish this question first. Like, I just I'm, I'm like, he's question. about to I just, didn't, I just didn't want him to fly <laughs> away. So I, your, I have another, one more question for. What's him, your question, Yart? Oh, no, well, you finish, finish answering this question first. I uh, he might fly away. So what's your question as well? Um, just when when did Strahd become the monster he is, and like what what uh, what does he think led to that? Okay. Um, I thought we had that answer. I thought yeah. we did too, but I can't remember it. Are there more dragons? I have so many questions. <laughs> I'm holding my tongue because I want the important questions answered. So, Pierre's yeah, like, are you single? Like babies. <laughs> All right. So, if you really want to know, so it is the year 735. And it is the fourth month of the year. It might be. It might. It might still be the third. How, how many days <laughs> would you say have passed, Rob? How many days? Yeah. Um. Shit. Since we've been here, it's, it's like uh, ten, fifteen days or so into the third month. Of year Prob- seven, of probably seven, of year seven thirty-five. Just so, if you guys are wondering what what the years and correlation and all that is, that's that's what time it is now. Okay. And in the year three fifty-one, God Van Zarevich turned into a devil, and the demiplane was cloaked in mist, and the valley became a demiplane. Getting cloaked in mist.
So about 300 and, and change years. And uh, real quick, about 50 six, years prior uh, when they fought. Six days have passed for the last uh, 20. Uh, what session are we on? 45. So the last 21 sessions, we've covered six days. Sounds about right. That's when I started actually writing notes down. So, and um, Argenvoss was defeated in one of the final battles in the year 347, the ninth month, 347, uh, four years before the wedding where God became vampire. Uh, so he has no way of knowing that. He died. Got it. So he doesn't... Okay. Cool. That, that's the answer to both of your questions. Oh, and, and goodbye. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, go ahead, Mike. No, uh, no, do you have uh, siblings or parents or brothers? Or like, how are dragons born? Like, is there green dragons out there? Do they do they worship nature or like like nature? I, you are yeah. what color are you? You look like you have mostly silver, but I'm unsure. Do you guys relate? Or I have so many questions. So many dragons. questions. I long ago. Why weren't you more excited about the ash dragon? See, this is why I'm confused. <laughs> I was. I'm still confused. The answer to my question was that you have to know Strahd. That, no, that was... no, no, I'm about to, to answer your question. But oh, you, get, you get to finish your question. I then it, come back to me. To answer Pierre's question, well, uh, <laughs> there's I, I was a lord of a foreign land who, uh, through my own arrogance, got swept up in Strahd's uh, affairs and in hopes of coming and freeing his people from his unjust rule. Uh, got trapped here. Uh, I tried to foster hope in the people and dissent, and um, eventually, when his troops came and took over, led a noble order here. And I am a dragon, but there are no other dragons in this land. I come from a foreign land where dragons are still rare. Ah. You have like brothers and sisters alive. I had a brother who I left at birth in a rivalry <laughs> amongst family uh, in a foreign land. I know not. It was hundreds of years ago. I doubt he lived. Okay. And neither uh, do I. I mean, Chris. Chris wants to really know <laughs> some things, but some I important thought, stuff like how to I, defeat the bad guy. I fostered no children and fed and, and uh, found no other dragons while I was here. Only my followers fell in battle with me through my labors. And now I shall, in death, give hope one last time to the beleaguered populace of, this, of my native land here. I made it my home. I hope that you can free your neighbors i have a question too what is your question <laughs> what of the symbol of raven kind 
which I think is what we found here. Well, I will guide you to it. And then he turns to Cristobal. In order to defeat the devil, you must know him. And he flaps his wings in the sky, and your vision goes dark as it flows over the whole group. And it swings down, and it cuts. Your vision transitions to you being the Order of the Silver Dragon Paladins, and you're seeing through their eyes hundreds of years ago. Cool. And Lord Argan Voss is standing in front of them in his human form. There have been some of us who have fallen and some of this land that is lost. And he's talking to you and his men right before battle. You're standing in the gates of Argan Voss halt uh, as you hear the storms of battle and troops outside. We will not be stopped by sword or spell or claw or fang. For today, if I die, not defending those who have fallen, but I will die defending those for which I love this valley, this home, and the ideals of the order. Ah All of you shout, shout. <laughs> The evil surrounds me. The time has come to throw off this guise and show these heathens my true fearsome form. Let it spark. He's this is the Lord in his human form addressing you. Let it spark terror in their hearts. Let them tell stories of dark triumph against the protector of the Balanok Mountains. Let Argon Voss be remembered as a dragon of honor and valor. <laughs> My one regret is that my remains will not lie in their rightful place, but in the hollow museum of Argon Vassalt. No doubt my bones will be scattered amongst my enemies like coins to a plundered horde, trophies of victory. But I do not fear death. Though my body will die, my spirit will live on. Let it serve as a beacon of light against the darkness. Let it bring hope to a land wrought in despair. Yeah, yeah, and the door opens, and you see hundreds and hundreds of troops in of the Barovian army marching towards, and the form of Strahd at the front of them. Now, men, to battle! And Argon Vassalt roars up, and they all run out. And Strahd, and you see as Strahd engages, as you're battling, Strahd engages Argon Vosthold in his dragon form in one-on-one -on -one combat. Argon Vosthold call, calls him out, and they battle, you know, tons of archers and stuff coming at him, but, Argon Vos, but Strahd just runs straight at Argon Vos. And you can see him like tossing Strahd back and troops reinforcing him and him rushing in again. But uh, it cuts back to where you are standing. It says Strahd 
has always been plagued by his own sense of pride and pain. Vanity. He fought like an animal on the battlefield, slaying any who came across him. And though I lost that battle outside Arkenvoss that day, we had to retreat in where eventually we were defeated. It was Strahd once again took me on on my final moment, leaving my head from my shoulders as I leapt down to engulf him in my jaws. He does not fear death, but he does fear boredom, and he will not be mocked or goaded. He is a royal subject at his heart, even though he's lost his humanity, the vanity of his Strip him from those and that protect him. Engage him on his own territory of Castle Ravenloft. And challenge his vanity, personality, to accomplish any, anything that you have on him. Or to learn, the more you learn about him, the more successful to be able to use it against him. And you and with the icon of Ravenloft it will guide you. It will protect you in darkness. And it will shine a light that you silver light of victory. My last gift it guides you in battle, provided beacon of hope in that final confrontation. That was very cool, Corey. Yeah. And he turns into like a celestial spirit, and he says, follow me to the icon. And you see as he flows up, past the, the floors of Argenvost, past the roof, and the tower kind of comes out of Argenvost and out of the roof and goes up another two floors. And he goes and you see these little lights in this window. And he bursts through, his spirit bursts through the window. And all of a sudden, beacon fills in the tower, begins pouring light out. So that beacon is not the icon of Ravenloft thing that you're talking about. That's a different thing, and that's what Vasily was asking about. That... Mm -hmm. Okay. The beacon has been lit, which is a major accomplishment. Um, and the icon of Ravenloft, he said, follow him, and he went to at the top of the tower. Okay. Yeah. Where the beacon's coming from now. Um, okay. 
the reason I was asking about that is because we retrieved that gold emblem of the Morning Lord, and I thought that was it, but it's not. So. Okay. So we now should I'm glad, head up. Now I'm glad I asked the question. Yeah. Go yeah. Head up to the tower. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, we need to kind of maybe explore this place a little bit. I don't know. Or oh. we just get the icon. As the beacon, as the beacon lights, you uh the spirits of the other members of the order are put to rest and the beacon has a light that can be felt by all creatures even those that are blind and it's a magical light that pours and the beacon can be seen in Valakai Kresk all the way to Berez and it flashes across the sky and Stays there, flashing in the sky. Although mountains prevent it from reaching Castle Ravenloft directly, in every direction, the beacon of hope across the valley. And for all those that see this light, they experience glimmers of hope and joy. And all recoil in the disconcerting. Inevitability of hope failing. I'd like to uh, think that uh, far away, Strahd feels a shiver. Knows that uh, one no, more. He just he just gets a wry smirk on his face. That's what would happen. He would just be like, um, "Interesting." Uh, we we are restoring <laughs> piece by piece all the things that he worked hard to dismantle. Sure. The beacon of hope. That's beacon what it's of, called. The beacon. It's the beacon of Argon Vassal, okay. and everyone is going to get plus one through their AC and oh. saving throws. Jeez. Oh. So I'm going to write this down as an event. The beacon of Argon Vassal has been lit. And as soon as you go to the tower, you'll get the icon. You'll get a level. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's take go. <laughs> uh, anything else, guys? Go up back in there. <clears throat> um, Would it be easier I if I made a made an item that you guys just put on that gave those attributes, or is there an easy way to override saving throws to give that? I was just looking into that. So, okay. So I literally just did that for the Luckstone. So you can make a custom feat. And then if you go in there, you can you can change it to do this or that. You know what? Since I know how to do it, I'll just make one. And then you got, I'll just name it something like a... Beacon of Beacon, Hope or something. Beacon of Hope or something like that. And then you guys can just add it. Sweet. That'd be cool. Hey. Thanks. What was it? Okay, sorry. Real quick. Let me write that down before. Yeah. Plus one to saving throws and AC. Plus one of saving throws in AC. Okay, let's head up to the up to the tower.
So yeah, in D otherwise in D and D Beyond on your AC and on your saving throws, you can go over to the right side and click saving throw miscellaneous bonus, like one. But you can, yeah, I figured there's something like that. Uh, so you can do that to AC. You can do that most thing. AC saving throw. Can you? You'd have to customize every single. Yeah, you can't do it all at once. It looks like you can do it to strength as a plus one, dex plus one. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Right. So if I do it that way, case in point, say Strahd shows up and destroys the beacon, then you could be like, you know what? You don't have that anymore. And you could just delete it, you know, if you want to do it that way. Yeah, no, I actually noticed one of your custom uh, (laughs) feats while I was like creating character. I saw the werewolf one you made. Yeah, like, I, dude, I do all of them because it's just, it made it so much easier, like, yeah. especially, like, in Jay's campaign with, like, the weird boons we were getting. Um, yeah. I have I have one for the Huntress Fane that we got. Like, I make all of them, so they work out. That's awesome. Do it yourself, Rob. Look at him. <laughs> YouTube for the win. Uh, right. So, yeah. So you go inside and you go to the second floor. So actually, no, you go inside. The chapel door is open. You go in there. You see the shambled kind of rusted armor and stuff of the revenants that used to be in here, and this is, uh, I'll go ahead as you walk your way up. You're in the chapel of the Morning Lord, and the cracked wooden pillars over the stone wall chapel. Spiral staircases lead up into the beacon. <clears throat> you see these iron candelabras uh, uh, with a rising sun lost relief in the altar. Tall arched windows set of stained glass decorate the walls behind the altar, but one of them has been shattered. And you head through the staircases upstairs. And you get to a balcony where you see a chair kind of overlooking the altar, and then keep going up. Uh, and then you finally get to the platform at the top of the beacon. There's a rickety wooden landing and stair lead up and you go up for he landing and you can see all the way down, like 60 feet down to the chapel underneath. This scary wooden platform and you're creaking and groaning under your foot as you see this light pouring out from over from uh, up in the air above you. And yeah, at this point, you usually go up there 
and then like some spectral warriors would shoot you, but since you like the bacon, I think they're all happy. <laughs> and there's ravens up there, and you oh. get up and you get uh kind of like sitting. They knew the whole time. That's they're always in the know. Uh, Are any of them have that special uh, feather color? Like, like they might be the main one. It's not Muriel. No. Okay. They look like normal ravens, kind of, um, but they are kind of like looking inside and whatnot. And they are watching you as you come in there. And you can see out through the windows to the north and to the east over the valley, dark woods, small town, the windmill, the burnt remains of the ruined windmill on, on a precipice. Rivers flowing through to the soggy marsh of Perez that you came from. Then uh, behind you, you see these rocky hills. They go through a snowy mountainside, uh, through a stretch of pines, and you see it leading up to uh, the Lanka Pass and the Amber Temple. Kind of see out over the valley where you came from, where you need to go. Ah, ah. And as you kind of like brace your eyes against the light beaming out through the room, you see resting on the windowsill the icon of Raven. What does it look like? Very cool. Thank you, Rob. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. It's not the icon. It's, uh... The holy symbol of Ravenkind. It's uh, very similar to all the like standard amulets. There you go. And you did it. Bum, 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 bum. Sweet. Yay. Uh, so the, that is a special item that you can add in the beyond. It is a 12 inch tall. The the metal part, like the main part, is twelve inches, or the chain no. with the chain, everything. Yeah, no, the chain, the chain and stuff. It, it you can hang it around you like an amulet. Um, yeah, the holy symbol of Ravenkind. And what does it do? Well, you see, it's a unique holy symbol. <laughs> and it's sacred to <laughs> all the good and faithful of Barovia. It looks, you know, like it predates the establishment of any church in Barovia, actually. 
Give me a religion check. Religion. There we go. Oh. Someone else want to give it a try? <laughs> is anyone profit? Is um maybe somebody that's from this land? Pierre, yeah, give, me one, give me one second. I think I'm actually. Pierre, are you are you proficient at history or? Uh, I'm good. I'm. Can I make proficient one? at I'm religion? Religion. Can we all just do it? No, you gotta be proficient. And and have relevant. Okay, roll it. Wow, that wasn't very good either. Pierre remembers as a child where his religion is he he likes to listen to songs and religious texts. Um he doesn't know much about what they talk about, but maybe he's heard it in the past before one of the songs. Um, he likes listening outside of churches, churches and stuff. So, all right, roll He's it. Proficient in religion, so he will try it. All right, go ahead. Fuck me. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so twelve is our number. Some of the shittiest rolls there. That's fine. I don't. I. I'm sorry. I kind of tuned out those those songs. Uh yeah, so you guys are <laughs> like this is old, and yeah. it it uh, looks like it was belonged to some holy figures. What about really, Esmeralda? Hundreds of years ago. <laughs> She's also not from this land. Um, we should ask this. We should ask Sir Godwin. Godwin. Godfrey. Godwin. Sure, Godfrey. Gilbert yeah. Godfrey. Let's, yeah. Um, so, do you, if you're proficient, in, well, yeah, know, it like, looks. How they, how it looks they, like. Go ahead. An amulet that a priest would wear, um, and it is a. Platinum amulet shaped like the sun. It has a large crystal embedded in the center. It is a magic item, of course, a whole uh, holy artifact, matter of fact. And if you spend a short rest, you can find out what else it does. Or if you cast identify. I take the hand let's get one of my hands that was from uh that with the dead like the dead angel or not angel but the um what is it the, the holy figure from the, it was from like a hand from a priest that oh was, from fucking uh brother gregor no, no i found it in the forest <laughs> it was like a hand that was yeah had a ring on it so i take the hand out and i stick it on the uh have Handy walk over and touch the amulet to see what happens. Uh, yeah, it fits well in the palm of the dead acolyte. Guys, uh, Handy likes it. 
Why did we let him have the super powerful uh, thing? Oh, do I go? <laughs> Come here, Andy. Come here, Andy. That's enough. Being, you're a little, being a little too handy. <laughs> he, he sets it in Bjorn's hand. All right. Well, I guess well, we'll have to spend some time in yep. and identifying you got, it later. As you, as you guys leave Argen Vostholt, uh, you know, you, you see it's empty. It's a little bit lighter. It's the kind of a new light has been cast on it. And you know that the spirits of these men have passed on thanks to your righteous efforts. Done a good thing here today. Yeah, your your piety and honor goes up. You get All some right, well, I guess I bid farewell to uh, Gilbert Godfrey and tell him we'll you want to see him at the Amber, Amber Temple if, he, <laughs> if we uh, get to that point. Hopefully. Do so, you want to crash here? It might be a safe place to it could be. hold up for yeah. a night. It's, it's withstood uh, hundreds of years. <laughs> Aren't you guys afraid of the ghosts? No, they they're gone. Not I think anymore. besides just the one. What uh? What what time is it in the day? I think it's like getting to be nighttime. Oh, okay. Think. Well, in that case, um, I saw a nice fireplace. We can cook some uh, meat over it, and we can look for that dragon too. Oh, the fire dragon, the ash dragon. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was just uh. Illusion, but are me and Bjart affected by the the goodness of this place? That is a good question. While I am not opposed from doing good things that will eventually lead to our uh, defeat of Strahd, I don't know if I would care to stay here. Well, there's always a cemetery. You can just go sleep in the cemetery. Yeah, this beacon is going across the entire valley, so it's not like I you're going to be escaping that. So, I believe that uh... <clears throat> Do I burn you, Vasily? Look, look at me, I'm glowing. Yeah, you definitely like the, the light. It makes you feel happy. This episode of the podcast is made possible by D&D Beyond. They have a website full of information about Dungeons & Dragons where you can create, manage, and share characters and campaigns with your friends. There are new D&D books available on the Beyond Marketplace, so check them out. Most importantly, this show is made possible by contributions to the Dice & Dungeons gaming channel from viewers like you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so when Vasily, Cristobal, and Biart see the light, you hear screaming in the back of your head and you can tell that the Vasijas don't like this at all. And uh, you feel like psychic pain stressing your mind. As they, as you guys begin to feel like your knees begin to kind of weaken as they 
start assailing your sense of rating you and and uh, telling you you know you wasted time you should be seeking out the power in the amber temple that you know they if you will not gain the power power that you have acquired then we will guard you for another pretty much a similar message that all three of you get perspective personality and dark in your head you're really cutting in and out so, yeah they're they're like here they're upset at us and want us to go to the amber temple right Yes, so each of the dark vestiges in the three of your heads uh, starts psychically like assailing you and berating you for wasting time on this beacon and that you should uh, immediately go and seek out the great power at the Amber Temple so that you can, def so that you can because you, wa you wanted this power to achieve our hopes to, and dreams to achieve our hopes, yeah yeah and they're using all of That's your words suspicious against, yep so they're using all of your words uh against you and like they know pretty much everything you know kind of in your head like living inside inside of you this whole time and they in each their own respective ways like twist your words and your hopes and your desires against you and uh you know say that the the power is not permanent that it can be taken as fast as it can be given and you will be left with nothing left than a whole than a whole husk without the power and that uh you should acquire the means to the goal that we agreed upon and uh so all of you find the light to be disconcerting every time you go to like look at the light up in the in the air uh the vestiges begin kind of harassing you and kind of assailing you until you look away like a migraine do we get the bonus still yeah okay i think yeah. that but everyone else, yeah, they they're like, "Wow, we really did it." Oh, <laughs> I mean, as, I guess as long as we like stay in the mausoleum or somewhere out of the light, we should be okay for the night. I guess. I think it's not hurting us. It's just like the, the vestiges. The vestiges yeah. give us hell when, like, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. Hell? Their their influence makes it uncomfortable for us to. I wish I had friends I could talk to in my head like you guys. Seems like you guys are having a lot of conversation. No, you really don't. <laughs> you shouldn't wish for things that you know nothing about. Is terror and chaos in here? Plus, didn't you have like people in your head? No. You know what it's like? I have empty head. I thought you had the the those old crones in your head for a while. No, I would. They would come and visit me in person. Oh, uh, that's uh huh. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> she came and visited us in person. Remember? Kind of. <laughs> Who, Jenny? No, the hags. Oh, yeah. Yeah, every night. Absolutely. Uh, so 
I mean, there are a couple of rooms. You hear scuttling of creature of creatures and stuff in the floors and areas that you didn't search. But if your only intention is to uh, rest up before setting out the next day, I'm sure you can salvage some barricade an area off. I'm fine with that, unless anybody wants to look for anything. No, the only thing I thought about going back to look at was that mantle or something that he was talking about, but and the stained glass window and all that. But uh, I didn't yeah, we play, could, we could look get it out to flourish or I mean, yeah. something of interest. Like a few hours before sunset. Do you mind if I go forage for a little bit and come back? I won't go one or too far. Really? <laughs> Should we send someone with him? No, I'll be fine. Wait. I could turn into a weasel. I get in trouble. Yeah, actually, you could fly now, can't you? Yeah, I can also fly too if I need to. I'll be fine. Ugh. Which direction, at least, are you going in case we have to look for you? Uh, wherever the wind blows. It looks like it's blowing. <laughs> well, you go with into the wind so that people can't pick up your in, tracks. Into the wind, you're going? Yeah. So the, the opposite of the way the wind flow, bl yes. blows. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'd like to spend the time looking at that amulet, trying to figure out more about it. Yeah, yeah. Dart, is, Dart is checking out his new sword. Just yeah. looking at it. Um, so the yeah, the plus two sword doesn't require any. Just polishing it, shiny. Yeah, exactly. A two man, but yeah, you can definitely. Um, it's uh, so I I have a description about the flare and it's like a raven like in like or like a a dragon emboldened on the hilt and all this really cool flare and it's in one of like four documents that I keep going through and <laughs> I I just lost it somewhere I have no, no idea where I wrote it but yeah it's it's however you want to describe it that's what it looks like but it's this ancient paladin order like forged for Vladimir Horngard like. I say like you know, on order by Lord Argenvoss. Got it. All right. So you spend an hour looking over this resting and you find out that you can hold this amulet up. It has ten charges and you can do hold monster on a vampire with it. Sweet. And you can turn undead with it, and you can actually cast real sunlight. Oh, shit. Ooh. In a 30-foot radius. Shit. Lasts for 10 minutes. So, yeah, this is the, the dragon kill. You know, this is the vampire killer right here. This is going to be absolutely essential. And and he said, and Lord Argenvoss also said, you know, the more you understand God and his ego, the better you'll be able to do, to distract him when you're fighting him, and, right. and that's going to be a key to defeating him. And that's where the tome of Strahd comes in. Now you guys yep. need to spend short we rest to, we need to read researching that, that, and you'll understand more about his history and the valley and whatever. That's what Bjart is going to do after he looks at his sword. We need to. 
read that. Carl, book. when I get back, do you mind teaching me some words out of this book? Yeah, I'll teach That's you. Whatever. I'll teach you to read from the Dome of Strahd. So this requires the turn undead or the turn the unholy. Is that something that you also have, Ryan? Um, no, I do not. So yeah, this, this is this is like all you. Um, can only be attuned to by a cleric or a paladin. Any cleric or paladin can attune to this. But I, yeah, I don't have the turn undead feature. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, do you already have a an item for this, or should I just make a? Um, it, it should over. exist in D and D Beyond. Oh, does it have a name? Yeah. The dragon heart. I keep saying it, guys. It's the holy symbol of Ravenkind. Oh, that's just what it's called. Okay, that is. That that's is what like, it's called. Well, I've been, okay. I've been like operating with that as like the, the fill-in term for until we found what it actually was. I okay. found it. Yeah, Ex <laughs> got it. Excalibur, Mjolnir. Yeah. Like I don't know. Cool. So we that's only so have funny. one more item to get <laughs> that we know of. Who knows? We still got to read the Tome of Strahd. That might that might give us some things we need to do. Um, also, we level up, right? That's right. You're going to be level 10. What binome are we in right now? I'd rather go search. Mountainous? Mount Mountainous. Okay. Can I go search for the Thunderleaf for two hours? Yep. Okay. I'll roll my survival check twice then. Mm -hmm. okay. And give me a perception check two times. Perception first. <clears throat> 23 and 18 for perception. All right. And then this is the check for finding shit. Better be Kai twenty four and well twice eighteen. Yes. Um, so I looked up the thing. Thunderleaf is a number fifteen. Um, very rare. Five D five to harvest. Five uh, makes a potion of flying. Five hundred gold Thunderleaf. Yeah, I'm gonna add it to your inventory. Do I get enough for one potion or not? Or get half half amount? What'd you roll for the? I rolled jacket? a eighteen and a twenty-four, which should be enough. Uh so yeah, yeah, you find and what is it? It's very rare. It's very rare, yeah. That's twenty. So the oh, so you I find, find you get one harvest roll. So go ahead and roll okay. the har harvest. Already? Yeah. So because it's actually we you know we we accelerate it so that you just got to do one harvest check for common and uncommon, and then two harvest checks for rare and unrare. So you got half, we'll say, right. and then and then you'd have to just get one more harvest check complete in this area to uh, get the enough to make the potion. Okay. 
but with those perception checks. So in the first hour you're going and you notice there's some wildlife and you know you're looking at some flowers you're doing the pierre thing while your heart you're not just like dead on you're like picking flowers and you know talking to squirrels and stuff and you notice that uh there's like some paw prints uh looks like a bunch of animals this morning had fled south like you see a bunch of different paw prints and you're like, huh. So you, you keep going, though. You don't see anything too discerning. Uh, and then the second, as you're, you're, I think you maybe got a good lead where to get the rest, where to find a good patch after you run dry in the current area. And you hear this kind of like hushed growling. And you look over and you see two werewolves and tattered garb kind of like over a, a carcass and they're kind of like muttering and howling to each other uh they're so they're you, what is the animal again they're two werewolves oh werewolves not animals and they're they're over a carcass uh, is it look, look like another werewolf? You get closer to investigate. I mean, no, uh, I do not. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, I'm gonna turn into a gaseous form and get closer and check it out. Okay. Uh, so, so I turn into a gaseous. Yeah. <laughs> you go over and you start kind of floating into the mist above above them. And you see that it's actually a Vlachian. Uh Looks like someone who was on the road and they dragged him here into the woods and tore into him. But what you notice is that this particular guy, he wasn't just any guy. He was a customer of yours. Oh. And he was and he was one of he's such a nice guy. Like he's the one who gave you the kooky design for some of your outfits with the twigs and the antlers. And he was wearing the same type of crown or whatnot. What is on your head? Like what is your attire up here? Uh I, I don't really have much up top right now going on. Um, but I, I had some, I have some flowers and some earrings right now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he had a crown of like flowers and stuff that he was wearing. And I actually wearing... I just have like spores like hovering over my head right now. Yeah, this guy well, has some clouds. So <laughs> it, it's not, it's not exactly like yours, but <laughs> this guy had some floral kind of like crown uh, hat and stuff on. And kind of like, you know, he, he, he liked to dress like that. And he was out on the road and they seemed to target someone who looked like you. Matter oh, of fact, it was matter of fact, it was someone that you knew. Okay. Um, uh, I, uh, I look at 
to see what kind of scars that the werewolves have so I can recognize the yeah that I yeah see. <laughs> yeah uh like if they have any markings or or patches of fur missing or ears not yeah well, one's definitely like grayer than the other and the other one's like a, a dark younger brown and he's shorty the brown one's shorter and stockier uh and you know has a bunch of like bites and scratches around his neck whereas the gray one's older and it kind of has one white eye and has like white fur kind of off of its gray skin yeah well i don't want to cause a disturbance so i float float away mm -hmm. they both start kind of smelling in the air and then they kind of look around and they and they look north towards like the way that you came and they kind of start bounding off into the forest. All right. So I'll stay in this form for a little bit time and make sure it's there at least 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, and then I'll uh, re regain my shape and run back. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, anything else you guys are doing? For the night for your long rest? Um, the I'm Tome like, of I'm going to read everybody oh, a bedtime story. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to craft my roseberries. I have one roseberries I haven't crafted yet. I don't know how that works. But you said like overnight I get the crafted or? Yeah. Okay. I'll pray to Helm to give me inspiration on uh, for the next day to not not real inspiration, but to figure out just what kind of spells to prepare for what lies ahead. And I'll probably be uh, adjusting mine a bit. I'm not sure yet, but I'll let you know what I end up taking. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Any other special downtime stuff? don't think so all right so investigation check facility as you because the tome of strahd isn't just a manuscript it's an ancient work penned in ancient script it's bound in thick leather leather with steel hinges and fastening the parchment of the pages is very brittle and stains of age have taken their toll making only a few sections readable but as you parse through, you find ciphers and notes written in the cracks, curious shorthand, and it begins to take the semblance of a great weapon of power. Perhaps this is the key to finding a weakness in Strahd. You decipher after you've been the first hour or so. You've deciphered three key sections of the book. War and peace, love, and power. Which section would you like to read with your second hour of second hour of the long rest? What was it me or was it Bjart? It doesn't matter. Whoever, whoever wants to do an investigation check to read it. Not me. <laughs> okay, well, I, I rolled pretty well. So oh, yeah, I see. Cool. Just... 
Uh, it's a bedtime story. <laughs> Vasily will read the section on power. Okay. But you're totally reading it out loud to us, like yeah. in 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 the world. Like that's how I'm envisioning this. <laughs> Gather around, children. Yeah. Pay no mind to the. How do you? How are you doing rotting that? Rotting smell of. Vasily, <laughs> there's no pictures. How are you doing that? It's it's like when when I write in the sand, and, and then it goes up in the sky. Uh, right, I couldn't even begin to uh, explain to you the magics of learning how to read. It would be beyond you. Do I need to contact one of your guys's powers to help? <laughs> Reading Rainbow with Vasily. <laughs> All right, what's your investigation check? Uh, 22. Oh, excellent. All right. Power. In time, you begin to decrypt a cipher, finding the notes, the shorthand, begin to parse together, and you can hear the voice of the of God as he writes in it all those years ago. I have studied since then from the scrolls and tomes I obtained from the Amber Temple in Mount Gaki. I have learned much about this land of Barovia, ancient beyond what the simple folk know, hidden powers lurk. I visited the three fanes and claimed their power for my own. Their servants now serve me, and thus I have become the land. I still lust for life and youth, and I curse the living that took them from me. Even the sun is against me now, and it is that light that I fear the most. But it cannot harm me anymore. The dark power I made a pact with has blanketed this land with mist. Little else can harm me. Even a stake through the heart won't kill me, though it holds me from movement. But the sword, that cursed sword that Sergei bought, I should have disposed of that awful tool. I fear and hate it as much as the sun. For I have hunted for Tatiana. I have even felt her within my grasp, but she escapes evermore. She taunts me, taunts me more. What will it take to bend her love to me? I now reside far below Ravenloft, amongst its dead, sleeping beneath the stones of the hollow castle in despair. I shall shut the walls so that none may disturb. That ends the chapter on power. Now you also get a uh, little subsection um, written in shorthand in the notes along with each one of these sections. And this subsection is a little asterisk on the fanes. Hmm. 
The witches of Barovia come to me for their successor, now that I hold the power of the Fane. Oh, sorry, the witches come to me for their succor, now that I have the power of the Fane. I am a god with supplicants like those of Cusith and Kelvermore. Nothing can turn them against me now. They are fully under my thumb. Yet the hags have not submitted in this way. They are perhaps wiser, for they seek to take of my power. Perhaps they seek to take it all. That's what you find out. Okay. Um, so yeah, at any time you can, in a short rest, you can do another investigation check. And learn another key section and like 25 little subsections, tidbits about the saints, the fanes, the kazan, lots of interesting stuff in there. So we definitely have a sword to find. Yes, and you know it is in the... Somebody, what was the, the guy's Am name they said? So it's, it's at the Amber Temple. We already is knew it? that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you know that the Amber Temple holds Sergei's sun sword. Sergei, that's what it was. So yeah, you, you will finish the long rest. Okay. And you will all level up to level 10. Congratulations. You, uh, but Pierre warns you that he smells and sees the scent of werewolf lingering in the woods closer closer than before, perhaps in greater numbers. Are you sure, Pierre? I, I really hope not. Oh, yeah, I definitely saw them. Uh, this isn't one of my stories. I, I do oh, like stories. Man. I tell you about the one time I actually made up a werewolf story. Um, but this is not one of those times. This is not. This is not that time. Okay. Yeah. This is. Uh, this is a real case. So, um, <laughs> maybe Vasily, you you have you spoken with other werewolves before? Um, one had like a one was gray, um, with like a white patch eye, and another one was kind of tinier, um, kind of scratched up a little bit. Don't. So I'm like, I don't remember. The only time I've ever talked to them was in a fever dream. But I've taken the potion of or the antidote of lycanthropy, so I don't have any connection with them anymore. Could, could we come maybe make some sort of potion we could like launch at them and like make a weapon that we could use against them? They are susceptible silver. to silver. Oh. For sure, but <laughs> we knew that. <laughs> but well, you should have known that since I gave away all of you know my silvered items. I had a silver short sword that I gave. Uh, I thought you were just unlucky and didn't like it anymore. No, I couldn't stand the taste of it. it, it the the smell, everything just made me want to vomit. But we did just find uh, twenty silver pieces too. Uh, you know, just uh, earlier, but oh. 
maybe we should spend some time melting that down and coating our weapons if that's uh, what we're going to find. But now I am worried that we used that potion of lycanthropy too early. It may have been a boon for me to have been uh, able to transform. How, how could you say that? How, how could you even think that? It goes as against much as you your hate entire, these things. yeah. I understand that, but th there was power in it. But that you misunderstand. I'm perhaps you already spent too much time he, he under that use influence. The werewolfness to destroy the it's, other werewolf. It's clearly changed you. So let me let me change the frame on this conversation. This is happening as you guys are getting ready to go to sleep, and he says this through beleaguered breaths, sweat pouring down his skin, <laughs> beleaguered breathing as he clearly looks in ill repair and he says perhaps i shouldn't have drank that uh right right but the reason i brought it up is that maybe we should have saved it if someone else was bitten that's why Oh, that, that was my only plan, but even then, I don't know if it has even worked at this point. So you guys have two directions. Tomorrow, you can head towards the abbot's request and, for address and the source of the werewolves to the north, or you can head to the Amber Temple and the final Fane Shrine in the, in the realm of Mount Gaki to the south. What way does the group go the next day? Do we're we not really there, we're not there. to help the abbot at this point? I'm... Let's go to Mount Gaki. That sounds fun. Unless someone else wants to go somewhere else, which is fine. I'll be down to do that, too. I don't see much point in, in helping the abbot at this point. It would just uh, be, if we could create something, like, like it would be nice to have like, some way we could lure Strahd or something. Something we, I mean, we have, we still have uh, Irina, so, right? Do you? Uh, yeah. well, we left her with the abbot, so remember... It, yeah, so we got, we kind of, we kind of have to... It wouldn't be a bad idea to accomplish that goal also. Yeah, it's, it, that uh, might... Well, it, where would we get a dress at this point? Uh, I don't know, we haven't necessarily we haven't need a dress, asking. but we definitely want Irina when we go to take on Strahd, because she's, she's, could hold his fixation for at least a little bit, hopefully. <laughs> Just... Put her in a little dress as bait. Dang yeah, exactly. Is that your plan? Exactly. <laughs> God. Booby traps, man. We, there would obviously be some booby traps. Booby traps. Oh, <laughs> crude. <laughs> it's been a few days since you left. You have the last artifact and the last shrine to tear away at, at Strahd before the final battle in front of you in Mount Kaki. But then you have Irina and the abbot and the werewolves left to the north. What do you do in the next 24 hours? 
Where is next? We still have the third fane to 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 rescue, right? Is that and, at the direction of Mount Gaki? Yeah, and, no, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the, and the last gem for the wine and everything. It's oh, always like a wild wizard somewhere around here too. There's no lead. Don't for, forget for now. Uh, as part of this equation, the last gem, you have no leads on it. It's nothing okay. to do with the fanes. Well, actually, it came from the fanes. Sorry. It probably came from this third one, but it's not there at the shrine. That would be too easy, right? I thought you said that that's where it was. No, it's the red gem, and um, the green one that you just found was in Brez yeah. also, and so was the shrine, but there was a number of riddles. So the question is, do you go south towards the Amber Temple, Solanka Pass, and the shrine and also um Jarta had some things there maybe um at the or, shrine. i don't know i don't know there's lots of stuff at mount gaki yeah. in the snowy some to the right. south or yep. do you handle the unresolved things to the north well we don't even have a dress to go to the abbot to give him if we do go there it would just be to check in on arena right pretty much so Seems kind of wasted to you, go there without a dress at this point. You were told that um, a dress, and, and like I, I'm forgetting exactly what the rumor you heard was, but it was something along the lines of like, it was a number of rumors like you can find it maybe somewhere where they have a dressmaker. And then it was like, oh, perhaps in Valakar they have someone that can make dresses. Oh, yeah, like I believe um, a dress was made for one of the nobles. Um, and there was like a string of rumors throughout several episodes ago. But then the uh, riot happened. And so you can either go to Valakai and investigate that, or you can investigate the like Burgermaster's son um, angle. And, that's, right. and those are all connected. I forgot about that Victor Valakai. Um, do we things. really want to go back into Valakai? I think it would be fun. I mean, we have a quite we have an open quest line too for that too. So. No, you, know, you, have, you know what's right in front of you. You know it's you got to do it, but you have this other stuff that's happening with time timers it's, on them. Do you want to go? Fi- do you want to go finish the side quest or no? That's the question. I can tell you as Vasily, one hundred percent wants to go to Mount Gaki because he has other things he wants to do there. Mm-hmm. And um, if if the lycanthropy antidote has worked, Mount Baratok would not be a place. Mount Baratok is a place he would like to go once he has retrieved all the items. Ultimate power. Let's go. Let's go kill some werewolves. I'm about that. <laughs> but if I'm still afflicted, we may have to go there first. I'm good with Gaki. So, whatever the party wants to do, I'm, I'm down. Um, Alakai has some personal interests of mine. Um, I did make a promise to somebody that I'd go. Um, <laughs> so, uh, maybe we could like make a quick journey up the mountain and then come back real fast. I don't know. Make it a, make it a long day. How long do you want to extend this campaign for? That's really the question. <laughs> That's fine. No, so like if you complete everything in Mount Gaki, you can always go to Valakai afterwards. Just which one do you want to go to first? They're both still Gaki. there. Okay. 
that gucky. Um, I do have a question for the party. We have gold, and I need to make. I don't need to make it, but I'd like to make a an item for casting magic. Do it. So far, I don't think there's much we can even really buy. Well, I don't know if anybody else needs gold for a spell component or something. So I can't even touch gold. So yeah. <laughs> No, the well, only well at one point I couldn't touch silver, but now I can still do that. Maybe the o- the only thing to preserve would be the um, diamonds for resurrection things. So yeah. beyond that, yeah, feel free to make something if it'll help you. Okay. As far as I I'm concerned, Sweet. I'm curious though. What what do you have in mind? Oh, it's a secret. Ah, figure as much. I'll Just like this guy. Though. I'll tell yeah. Corey though. Like yeah, give me all your gold, but it's a secret. It's a secret. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Don't worry. It's gonna be better <laughs> than it's a lot. How much? How much gold was it? Oh, okay. Take a Lancelot, but larger. Big Lancelot. I did like Lancelot. Lancelot, yeah, Lancelot was, was badass. Pretty good. Are you not able to still do Lancelot? I mean, make that. Yeah, I can still do Lancelot. Maybe okay. I can use some of that gold to transfer to the. No, I still want to feel like bring Lancelot back. So. <sighs> All right, you guys all do your downtime. You go to your little cots and you all go to bed for the night. You fall into your dreams. Here's Elena's nice, filled with hope and accomplishment. Yarta's and Cristobal's, not so much. They're wrought with psychic torment and wastelands of hell by the vestiges reinforcing their will upon you and uh you know twisting your thoughts to make sure that you go to the amber temple and gain more power uh anything that you two say to the vestiges while you're in the dream um i think we are going to the amber Right. I mean, that's. I, I think we're following their will. That's the plan tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I hear you. Yeah, I just, hear you. I hear your leave call. Leave me alone. We are going. We'll see. Yeah. It. We'll see it in in the morrow. Is the power to destroy your enemy beckons you? Do not dismiss it. And uh, yeah. And so yeah, that's your dreams, Rob. Yes. Vasily has second worst experience of his life as he tries to sleep. His vision begins to blur, but that's because his eyelids start to get puffy. His eyes begin to roll back into his head. His breathing becomes more and more labored. He sees the transformation of the wolf, the howling, the blood moon. He sees it all tearing at him from and you feel your muscles tearing and ripping. You feel your heart going a million miles an hour, your bones breaking and reforming and snapping, your your lungs piercing, you can taste the blood in your mouth. You you can taste it in your lungs in, until you can taste and breathe nothing. Your your breath gets more labored. The visions take over. You're lost to them. You can hear, feel like wolves tearing your flesh apart. You feel the 
the beckoning of the moon, pull, trying to pull the werewolf out of you, the toxins singeing your blood, filling your veins. What some don't know is that Belladonna cures, vam cures werewolves. What even fewer know is that it cures the person infected with lycanthropy by killing them. Your your health goes to zero HP. <laughs> please give me please give me a death saving throw. Oh, yeah, for God. sure. Uh, give me one second. What? Can I um stabilize him? Okay. Well, we're nope. asleep. Everyone just <laughs> everyone's asleep. asleep. <laughs> this is this was the ultimate tunnel right here. Oh. One. All right, you 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 feel your everything being torn apart inside of you. You start, you know, kind of like you're in this coma, almost a toxin-induced poison coma. It's a, it's a cure, but really, it's a toxin. Roll a second death saving throw. Is uh, uh, what's his fucking face saying anything right now? Uh, the patron. I can't remember what the fuck his name is. Zidane Zidane. Or whatever. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Sorry, Seriac. 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 He's uh, he kind of just glowers at you, smoke <sighs> pouring off the hounds, howling. Uh, rip. He's holding them loosely on a chain, about to let them go and and feast on on you. Says, deny your primal nature, and be torn astrew. He. Says the same thing he told you just two days prior. He told you this right before you said, I drink the potion. I know. Goes against my nature. Seven. Oh Not looking God. good. Do we hear him thrashing around? He's he's having fits, but it's not enough to wake everyone. Oh god. Seriac lets go of the hounds and they begin tearing at your soul. He, he comes over and begins pulling your life force towards him. He says, your soul will be mine unless you can be of use. Is your you feel you feel the pain? You feel the bites coming down on you. You feel your soul being devoured. You're about you're about to lose what's left of your your life. And Sariac says, "I can turn you into your true self, a powerful being that will seek no more power and will satiate its lust whenever it desires. All will fall before you." You will be the Hellhound Master, Acolyte of Seriac, and it will cost you everything. Can I answer him? Yeah, absolutely. Will it see straw dead? Will it see straw dead? <laughs> 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 hmm. He he kind of laughs. Vampire, he says. 
Make a death saving throw if you don't want to accept it right, right away. Accept it or make a death saving throw. He didn't answer, though. He's, yeah, he laughed and he said vampire. When you said Strahd, he said vampire. Okay. But like, let me stress, vampire. Uh, not, I'm not just being old-timey vampire. He acknowledged that you wanted to defeat Strahd and he corrected you. Yes, that you will defeat vampire. Gotcha, uh, okay. He's alluding to something, yeah. Gotcha, okay. And with thank you, thank you for that clarification because I was. So do you? So knowing that, do you accept or do you take your chance? On death's door, I grasp at the only. Uh, grasp out the, on the, at the Derek. only uh, life-saving ring that's there. Yeah. His his hound. Well, his hat Well, so let me clarify. So his hell hounds are like eating you, tearing apart your soul as your body is tearing itself apart. And Saria and you know, sit you. You're, he's glowering down and cackling down at you, and your your hand. You know, hand as it's getting savage reaches out towards him, and he reaches out. He says. I will take everything from you and reform you stronger. You take his hand? I take his hand. Oh boy. Next time. He scre- there's, a, there's a scream in the night as everyone wakes to a howl. Next time on Dungeons and Dragons.